Night gathers, and now our hate watch is going to stop happening. Hello, and welcome to the last night's hate watch, the podcast that watches the final season of Game of Thrones and says, Well, when all's said and done, at the end of the day, that was a television show. With the show's legacy secure, but its decline quite in your face, we feel it is our solemn duty to reflect on its greatness while giving it a merciless and sustained shoeing as it dies. We do it out of love. Along the way, we'll be doing comprehensive spoiling and extensive swearing. We also swear to give credit where it's due, to be harsh but fair, and to forever celebrate the sheer televisual might of seasons one through five, the like of which we shall never see again. I'm Sarah B. My fellow watcher is my good friend, the god of bants and audience engagement, John Tatlock. Hello. Hiya. Hello. Uh, we did it. Yes. <sighs> so you've seen the final episode of Game of Thrones, The Iron Throne. Mm. How was it for you, John? Um, I had more fun than I have done with any of the other episodes because... Um, I just laughed and laughed and laughed all the way through it. I think something snapped in my brain. <laughs> and and I, for about 20 minutes, I was just like, this is just terrible. And then I just kind of started laughing and didn't stop till it finished. So, wow. yeah, entertainment-wise, <laughs> I did oh, okay. That's, that's an enviable experience, actually. Mm. I think I, I had a rather more downbeat experience <laughs> of not laughing <laughs> And then having a giddy, a giddy moment, actually, of just going, yeah, fuck it. I'm totally on board with this now. Screw it. And that was great. And I got an insight into what it must be like to enjoy the show on that level. And it was it was very heaven. And then I just got sad. And then I got more sad. And then I got angry. And, you know, so right. kind of standard, but also for the last time and in ways that were unexpected yeah yeah i think for me I, it's been such a grind doing this <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that I, I i just got a bit demob happy you know yeah 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 yeah. because of some of the things they've done that i mean the sheer the sheer fucking balls on these guys to do the shit they did <laughs> i mean um yeah. I, in, in some ways it's like okay in order to properly nail this and to like skewer it and and you know I'm gonna need to really get my kind of postmodern head on and I need more time to do this podcast but then I just went no I just want to get it over with so in that way I feel like I've got fresh insight <laughs> into the mindset of Benioff and Weiss you know yeah this would be good if we spent longer on it but eh fuck it yeah so that is actually that, that works, I think. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Fuck it. Like as a thing, if we just go fuck this, that will actually serve as a fitting tribute to yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah what they've done. Oh boy. Um uh there was another um <laughs> another continuity flub. Did you see this? This the water bottle? There's a water bottle this time. Volvic Morgolis. Yeah. <laughs> hey! <laughs> All men must hydrate. Yes. I mean, it's important. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's really important. It's really important. Um, I, I mean, yeah. Whatever, whatever. I, 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 it's like we already talked about. If it wasn't so awful, you'd look a bit more kindly on stuff like this. Yeah. But yeah, yeah just the sheer 
Nobody gave a shit, did they? You could really see that by this episode. Um, you can see it even, the actors who've held it up all the way through, I thought there were even some moments with the cast where they'd looked a bit like, oh, for whatever, whatever, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I have renewed admiration for Peter Dinklage, obviously a great actor. And yeah, I feel like in some ways there was something behind his eyes that was sort of communicating, like, get me the fuck out of here. But also that was... He's somehow folded it into his performance in a in a really seamless way. Hmm. Um, but there's yeah. there's a, there's some clips going around of of them all being sort of tactful, like pained and tactful about uh, about the the end of the show. Although Kit Harrington just flat out saying, uh, you know, he's asked like, "What? How was the end for you?" And he's like, "Disappointing." It's like, what? What? This woman just couldn't believe it's that he really, said it. It's really interesting the way he does that, doesn't it? Because he immediately. He does this clever thing where it's like, you can't tell either when he says disappointing, either that's the joke, or when he says epic, that's the joke. And mm. you genuinely, you couldn't win it either way in court, you know. <laughs> I thought, this guy's a genius. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I know, we, we, we thought he was this sort of dim bimbo boy the whole time, but no, no, certainly not. Um, yeah. Um, the thing that I, the main thing with this episode is that this was uh, Benioff and Weiss uh, wrote and directed it. So it's written by uh, David <sighs> Benioff and D.B. Weiss, directed by David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, a Benioff and Weiss joint by Benioff and Weiss. Yeah. So it was yeah, 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 their totally. deal and they needed us to know this. But they were trying to be so serious and clever at this point. And it's like, no, you don't get to just do that now. It's like you've been running around with your dick out this whole time. And now you're going to, you want us all to sit down and listen to you sing, you know, a, a, a heartfelt ballad. Like, we know we've just seen your dick. It's, it's yeah. been all over the place for, yeah, for hours yeah, now. Yeah. And, and this, this is not, it, it's not going to wash, my friends. No, I don't, know what to, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry to put that image in your mind, but you know we, we've, we've, our brains are, are just fine. so fried by now. I don't think I feel like it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> Nothing matters. You're so. right, though. The sheer, the sheer sort of hubris of it. Like, well, it, you know, the most important thing is that it goes out with our names all over it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like this, this final episode. We just really want to hammer home that it was us do you know what i mean it's like yeah. hey dude if you want all the blame we will give it to you yeah fair enough i mean you know, videotaping this crime spree was the best idea we ever had <laughs> um a feels count for this episode <laughs> I, th I think in uh, perhaps i should just abdicate from this question this week because I, I think I was so I wouldn't say I wasn't engaged with it at all but I was engaged with it very wrongly like I'd already <laughs> said I was just laughing at it you know so uh, I'm the wrong guy to ask you know the I mean there's definitely a bit that was meant to make me feel something that I, I just wept laughing at I thought it was ridiculous <laughs> so I I felt I think three feelings but one one which was almost entirely sincere and I clung to it. Okay, um, good. And then one that was just kind of um, 
I'd just kind of gone a bit delirious at that point. And, and so and I enjoyed, enjoyed it on that level. And then one that was uh, a, a meta feel in a really bad way. <laughs> okay. I, was, I was very, very sad for the show. Oh yeah, uh, well, yeah, and I, I was quite sad for me as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mostly, <laughs> I was sad for me. Um, okay, the bants reading for me, it just broke my instruments. They, they really, it, they really oh, went off the charts man. this week, didn't they? Oh, Strangely, g- given the, it's really, really miserable for a while, isn't it? Yeah, and then it just turns into like. I mean, at one point, it's almost like Seinfeld. You're just like, well, what, what's going on at all? Yeah, it was it was insane. It's it's like it's like Benioff and Vice have read about, you know, like really masterful TV writing that really deftly shifts from high drama to comedy, mm. and they've read about that and not noticed the words masterful and deftly. <laughs> And and just thought, you, well, you can just do that, you know. You can. That's a thing you can do. It plays out more powerfully that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah totally, totally. <laughs> well, it subverts your expectations, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? I, I, I I've had my expectations thoroughly and and um, probably illegally subverted. Actually, yeah. I'm not sure they're allowed. Now, in the bit later on with the meeting of all the lords and stuff, I wouldn't have batted an eyelid if someone had drove on in a clown car that like. <laughs> Suddenly split in half, and a load of guys with like long shoes just stay running around or whatever. That was, <laughs> wouldn't have been remotely incongruous, like you know. No, they really, they really fucking went for it. I'm, I'm, I'm in awe, but not in a good way. Yeah, bad awe. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Um, obviously, as this is the last episode, we get to do uh, a full overview of the entire thing as an entity now that it's in its grave. Um, so what we'll do is we'll chat a bit about um, how they ended it and then we'll speak of happier times, I think. Okay. So to this last episode... As always, a friendly warning. If you're one of the people who sincerely and unconditionally loved Game of Thrones to the end, good for you, but you won't like this. Right, Season 8, Episode 6, The Iron Throne. We open with Tyrion walking through the ashes of King's Landing, looking stunned, past dead horsey girl and a couple of shell-shocked survivors. There's an uncomfortable moment with Grey Worm and some prisoners before Tyrion goes on a sad spelunking mission and finds the bodies of Jamie and Cersei. Um, I thought, as has been the case consistently across this season, it was a good opening. It was, and it, it, but lo- it, they managed to hold it down this time for quite a few minutes. Um, there was dialogue that wasn't completely terrible, and. You know, there was some that it obviously looked incredible. Um, and there was some real atmosphere and some real pathos, I'm stunned to report. Yes. Would you agree? Uh, I would. I would. I'm going to be, I'm just going to be uncharitable here. 
That's mean, fine. basically, <laughs> they were picking up the um, fading out last chorus of uh, Miguel Sapochnik's direction from last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just, it was essentially a bit of his episode really lingering into this one, which is why it looked mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I think, um, <laughs> you know, uh, spoilers, I think the direction in the rest of this episode is shocking actually, but we'll come to mm-hmm. that. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, this bit, this bit, um, mm-hmm. you know, Miguel Sapochnik's blocking and set design looked really good <laughs> mm, yeah. in, in Benioff and Weiss's episode. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of a couple of stupid things happened, I think. The burned guy walking past seemed sort of gratuitous and mm. ugly, but also a bit silly at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm. Um, mm. Mm. But yeah, yeah, you know, and, and just like good old long lingering shot of Peter Dinklage's brilliant face. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, okay, you can't lose with that. That's fine. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, we kind of agreed that the basically at this point, all of the stuff that's wrong has already gone wrong. So you're kind of starting from that lower level where everything's everything's bollocksed. But uh, yeah, by, exactly. by that bar, it works. You know, it's like that's it's a good lesson actually for life. It's like if you just lower your standards that far, then <laughs> you know it, it's then you can sort of coast for a bit. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we're coming into this off the back of the whole thing was stupid. Do you know what I mean? So they burned down the city. Well, that was stupid. It doesn't make any yeah. sense, do you know? Yeah, none of this should be happening. Uh, but, but, you know, since it is. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, for me, that. honestly, I, I, I came into this. I was already thrown off at the end of last season, but this, it absolutely kicked me off the horse by this point. And <laughs> I, I was just looking at it going, well, what? What? Why? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. It looked, it looked effective. Um, <laughs> I mean, just you know the kind of the sheer desolation, the quiet, and the you know, and they didn't. Remarkably, they kind of didn't lean on that too heavily. Somehow, I don't know. I maybe it's like maybe yeah, that my the- brain kind of resets a bit in between episodes, so that I am actually ready for it to be without. You know, I'm ready to be disappointed, but I'm also ready to to see. You the see, good in it. I I perhaps perhaps I should go and see a therapist about this, but I really can maintain <laughs> anger and disappointment for a whole week. It's no problem. <laughs> 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 so you know, I sat down, arms folded, <laughs> to this. Um, no, I think that that's that's probably a, a, a more intelligent position to take. To be honest. Um, <laughs> I did feel okay, so feeling coming up, sincere feeling. Somehow I, I kind of um rested this from the, uh, you know, again, in a very meta way, I, I, I took away the bricks and there were some feelings to be felt. And so I was, I welcomed it. Tyrion has no idea where Cersei and or Jamie were, but leaving that aside, uh, Tyrion kind of uh, scrambles through all the, all the, all the bricks and, and takes them aside and, and finds Jamie and Cersei dead together and, and weeps over them. And I had a moment of like, 
after all this and this is how that ends up and that's that's the end of it for them and i just had a sort of pure moment of of you know oh yeah fuck that's that's tragic and pathetic and you know um and you know and you feel bad for terry so i had you know and but partly obviously everything is everything is meta now with this and so partly i i was sad that i didn't feel more sad do you know what i mean like because i wanted to be feeling that more i wanted to be kind of watching these final episodes I wanted to be kind of dreading them and going, oh, Christ, I know I'm going to be wrung out by the end of this. I'm going to be, you know, because that's how I'm, you know, I like to, as I have said many times before, um, I like to get invested in these things. And I like to, because yeah. it's, it's really rare that um, film or television can really get to you. And this show has done that many times. And it was in a place where it had developed that muscle and then it just let it go flabby and then it just kind of sat around fucking eating chips and belching. So <laughs> so I appreciated that. And also they, they didn't over-egg it. There wasn't a big lingering close up on the faces. Yeah, I know. It's it's it's. Uh, let me let me have my moment. But uh, no, you know. well, no. You see, I I agree with what you're saying, and you know, of course, you know, Peter Dinklage doing a fine job again, mm. and but the, it split my brain in two this bit because obviously mm. it's like performance wise, it, 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 it's really good, isn't it? It's really touching, yeah. and he, he, you know. But it had already. I was there was a huge part of my brain just screaming, "What?" So <laughs> it's like you've already mentioned. First, he found them at all. Well, how would that mm, work? You know. But yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. we'll put that to one side. Second, mm. despite being buried under a ton of rubble, they're they're buried at the top of the pile of the rubble. Yeah. So how did that? I happen? know. I right. know. And his hand is sticking out. His gold hand. His, yeah, his gold yeah. hand is sticking out. Uh, they've both got great hair for people who've just been <laughs> buried by a. Bits of a burning castle falling on them, do you know? So it, yeah. it was. It's like it's like, you know, Peter Dinklage. He's trying to make a moment happen, and Benioff and Vice are just like putting real obstacles in his way. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm. There's just there's a big pile of. He's got to dig through this big pile of like stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere underneath the stupidity, there's like something poignant, you know? Yeah, but. Like I said, maybe I am. Maybe I am just desperate for any sort of <laughs> any anything from it that I just let all of that slide. No, I know what you mean, and it did. It did make me think of like, okay, so it's well established that he and Tyrion and Jamie were very close, but also, you know, his, his feelings about his sister are complicated, and they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not simply that he hates her and thinks she's evil or whatever. It's not like that, you know. Mm. And so it kind of pulled on that strand a bit for the first time in a few years, you know, and that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's all fine, you know. But Yeah, and, you know, and also the fact, you know, oh, God, look, after all this, Jamie chose to, you know, or, or maybe, I mean, he doesn't, he's never going to know what happened, is he? Because, you know, was where was Jamie? Was Jamie going to get her out of there? Or was, you know, how, how did either of them feel at the time? And he's not going to, it's like he's missed all of that. He's never yeah. going to know. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a moment, but... Probably like the last one, really, and that was another thing as well. Is that because I I was like the 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 end of the uh, the Battle of Winterfell episode, 
uh, episode three mm-hmm. um, and Melisandre just kind of collapsing into the snow, which I just thought was such a great moment. Mm-hmm. And part of my experience of that was just going, oh, I think this is the last time I'm going to feel a sincere feeling, you know. Right. Um, so I got one more, I got clawed one more out of it and, you know, yeah. Uh, well, so we've been nice now. Let's just, let's, let's get real. Let's get real. Um, so yeah, Grey Worm, uh, sort of prior, prior to this, um, he goes past Grey Worm, who is like, no, we got to kill everyone. Um, it's, it's Tyrion, John, and Davos, uh, find Grey Worm. And, um, oh, it's quite funny, actually, there was a bit, Tyrion turned to John um, and said, I'll find you later. It's like they're at a festival. It's yeah. like <laughs> the worst yeah, festival. Yeah, 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 I'll be by the noodle stand uh, after, you know. Yeah, 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 when when I'll meet you after, I'm not going watching James. You can go and watch James if you want. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking, I'm just going to go and get like a bacon bap. <laughs> And then I don't know. I'll be I'll be in the in the rave tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah te- text me, text me. Oh, there's no service. Yeah, I know, but uh, <laughs> they have got as we have established, they do have Nokia's. Yes, um, but yeah. And then there's kind of the the slightly unpleasant moment where you know Grey Worm is just kind of doing his frowny face and going, "No, uh, yeah, these are prisoners, but we got to execute them all." It's right, right. Unpleasant, isn't it? Yes, I know. Jesus, okay. Go go for it. Right. So we complained at length about Danny's kind of instant transformation into a maniac, right? No, no, no. It was set up ages ago, John. It was you didn't see the thing. It was that the right. Grey Worm has been consistently this kind of dignified, noble you know, morally thoughtful guy. Yes, he's very loyal to the Queen and all that. Mm. And yes, he's very upset by the death of his partner and all that. Mm. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, you know, you know, there's these things called characters who <laughs> are, are made of more than just the last thing that happened to them, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, here we are, this episode, Grey Worm, whatever he's been for the last seven, eight years, He's now just an asshole. Grey Worm's just an <laughs> asshole, you know. Um, mm. Also, you know, he's not a guy who's stood on the battlefield with Jon Snow, who's, who's, you know, knows an ally when he sees one. He's just going to kill him. Fuck it. Do you know what I mean? Because he's just going to mm. kill everyone because he's yeah. an asshole now. Um, yeah. No, won't won't do. Won't do. Rubbish, rubbish, no. lazy writing, you know. No, absolute I, don't, I don't really buy it. Garbage. No. You know, the notion that, because, like, Grey Worm, from this point on in this episode, he's just... He's down with the um, – essentially, it's fascism, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. down with the fascism with no doubt. Um, that just doesn't fit this character at all. Um, yeah, he's sort of – he's more thoughtful than that. I mean, he's a war- – look, he's a, he was a slave warrior. He was, you know, always – I mean, it's difficult to write a character like that. I always – I it did wrong me out a little bit, just the um, – uh, you know, the, you can't you can't really get into it, but like the sort of the psychology of you know uh, they were raised to be killers from the age of three, you know, yeah. and what's that going to do to your brain and your development? Are you going to be able to have any thought of your own? Are you going to be able to have any sort of human relationship or or, or connection whatsoever? But back um, back when this wasn't completely stupid, which I know is a while ago, yeah. this was kind of dug into, wasn't it? Or, or the beginnings of this were dug into. Mm. Melisandre taught him language. 
and Miss Sandy, sorry. Yeah, and he started history. he started learning more about, you know, he started becoming a more sophisticated entity. Do you know what I mean? And and yeah, and yeah. it it it's usually this story does that in a more sort of show don't tell way. But in this, you literally saw he gets an education out of mm. um, the horrible sort of upbringing he's had. Mm. Explicitly, it does that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah sort of abandoned but, that and turned him into like just a sort of handy hard man to have around mm. in the last couple of years. But that's not really the roots of what was going on. And just a couple of episodes, they did actually have the thing where he's talking about, look, once this is all over, he's like looking forward to a much more sort of peaceful life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey-ho. Uh, so but we'll just throw all that out, you know, fuck it. So, no, this just wound me up. Well, they bring it back, though, don't they? Because in the end, he sails off to Narth. And I, but in a way that made me go, oh, shit, what, what's, what's going to happen <laughs> yeah, to... Yeah, it didn't look good, that, did it? What's going to happen to Narth? Yeah. I know. Like, <laughs> fuck, fuck. Uh, um... So that happened, and there's a really there's a really unpleasant bit where you know so they've they've had this talk about whether or not to execute the prisoners, and then John and Davos walk off, and behind them Grey Worm just goes up to the first guy. There's like a line of guys kneeling, and he just goes and slits the first one's throat, and that was a bit, yeah. That's, well, uh, again, I realise like the things- shock of it being like a throwaway thing, but uh. yeah, exactly. It's it's you know as a visual, it's a very effective one, but but. Like so many things that this show does, completely unearned. Yeah, yeah. Because it's stupid. It doesn't fit the character. It's not, we haven't, like you say, it, I mean, what's wrong with that is already wrong long before the start of this episode. So what are yeah, you going to do? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So after. Tyrion miraculously finds the dead bodies of his family. We head back outside for the big Danny rally. Uh, Tyrion joins her and quits and gets arrested. John looks glum. Arya turns up and looks cross. This is a bit of a nitpick, I know, but still, uh, <laughs> just before this, so Arya, we see Arya leaving the city. Hang yeah. on. At uh, the end of the last episode, didn't she get on a horse? Where's the horse gone? It's a very meaningful and symbolic white horse that she wanted to go for a ride on. Yeah, it's a meaningful and symbolic white horse for the end of the previous episode, but not a horse that is of any functional utility, so it doesn't no. need to be here now. No, the, the I horse mean, come actually, on. <laughs> it turned out to be kind of a dick, so, you know, she just kind of had to ditch the horse because it was just really annoying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I, I realise it's, it's in the list of problems, it's a minor one, but... I know, but it's still it's representative of hey, this will look cool. Let's put that in there, and then yeah, that's that's just, my that's my beef really is is I told you it didn't mean anything. I don't want to say I told you so, but I no, did well, it's, actually. It's, 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 it's it kind of wants to mean things, but it you know it's like if you were doing something even halfway subtle, and this wouldn't be subtle, do you know what I mean? All that subtle. But there'd have been a thing and she'd have just got on a horse and she'd have left the city. And then half an hour later, while you were, you know, making your tea, you'd have gone, oh, hang on, that was a white horse. Oh, that's interesting, blah, 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 do you know? But mm. they so laboured 
this look at her she's getting on a white you know like a pale horse like mm. in the revelations look mm. she's doing it they spent loads of time on it and then and then just at the start of the next episode go yeah you're not paying the not paying the horse rental again fuck that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I I didn't think it meant anything, but it just looks cool. But even on that Perhaps basis, that, I'm yeah, annoyed yeah. that they didn't. That, yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's just like, oh, now she turns up, she's on foot, she's you know the Dothrakia like partying outside, and she's kind of yeah. Arya does a really good. Arya in particular, I think, just kind of appears in places. It's like she's just teleports. There's a lot of teleporting in this episode. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of teleporting. Well, they just don't care anymore. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's obviously then Danny has her moment, her, her kind of Hitler moment of just saying, yeah, hooray, we've done it. You're all really great. Um, and now there'll be total war forever until everyone is free slash dead. Yeah. So, and there's the kind of bit, you know, so there's the, there's the bit where, um, Drogon is kind of behind her and it looks like she's got dragon wings. And, <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd so like that. This, so this, so this. This has divided the room somewhat, you know. And you see some people on Twitter. There's, I mean, it's already become a meme, hasn't it? Some, some poor soul put a photo up of it saying, this is a beautiful shot that should always be discussed in film school and people have been mocking them for that or whatever. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, t- well, I'll tell you, I think, oh, because you know what I think about this shot? <laughs> I, I think this shot, it, it's, it looks like fan art. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's a now, bit deviant art, isn't it? And I'm not sneering at fan art. I think fan art's a fabulous thing, and people getting really enthusiastic about something and making mm. yeah, 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 bits of fan art and and bits of bits of what if kind of art, you know. And mm. there's a cute little thing that someone has put up, which is like um, Daenerys and Khal Drogo going for a stroll in like Westeros heaven or whatever. And I just think, well, that's, that, yeah, yeah, it's all quite sweet, all this, you know. Yeah, I yeah. got no problem with this. I'm cool with it. But the show should be the show. It shouldn't be like fan art, you know. These things are different, you know. Mm. And I think fan art can be kind of corny and sentimental and still cool, you know. Yeah. Whereas when the actual show is just corny and stupid, it's just corny and stupid, you know. And it's like... I just thought it looked ridiculous. Yeah. But that's what it that's what it has become, hasn't it? Is it's like it's become its own fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. It looks um, it looked like um you know one of the you know those like symphonic metal bands, you know, like Evanescence or yeah. whatever. It's like <laughs> it's like it's something out of a video for one of those kind of bands, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, you know, come on. I mean, look, part of my, the, you know, the part of my brain that is 12 went, oh, cool, look at that, look, that's really cool. But, you know, the rest of me, unfortunately, is, is 41 and I don't get to live my life like that. Mm. Uh, um, like so, I say, I, mean, I, I was in the wrong mood right from the outset. I was, I was, <laughs> I was already giggling before this and, and I, I properly guffawed. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I... I um, yeah, I I kind of appreciated it on a purely aesthetic level, but but right. yeah, I didn't write. Um, so yeah, she she does the whole break the wheel thing, and they all and the unsullied all pound their spears and the Dothraki all whoop and you know, and it's it's all meant to be quite sort of chilling because now this is this is the deal. Um, yeah, and it occurred to me actually. I know we've said this before, but I'm still it it keeps sort of bobbing back up to the surface like a kind of you know a dead rat just floating to the surface of of a a toilet um (laughs) just like you know 
the, you, they did not set this up. I, I cannot I cannot stress enough how they did not set it up enough that Danny has gone mad. Um, and I was thinking, like, so the Targaryen madness thing, um, what is it? What's the nature of it? How have they set it up before? And all we knew about it really is, you know, because I was saying, like, well, is it that it can be triggered or is it that they're always just an, an asshole and then they go full asshole? But the signs are all there just in small ways. And the thing about the Mad King... Daenerys's father, he did loads of mad shit before he kind of, before the big moment where he went burn them all. Um, he loved to burn people, right? He did this all the time. Yeah. Do you remember this? Jamie yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. relates this and says, yeah, he just burned people on a whim over nothing. So that was all, that was kind of his deal. He did that all the time. Danny burning people, there's been no indication that she loves to do it. She's done it out of necessity or out of you know yeah well what they did was they just wrote this episode as if they had done all that work yeah. and it, it, like this episode's written as if there's been a year's worth of this stuff and we've got to it like there's a ton missing to get her from where she was in episode four to where she was in episode five there's a huge amount mm. missing how, how does yeah. that even happen yeah even <laughs> there's a huge amount missing between last episode and this episode you know because mm. She's done this thing out of nowhere and just burned this whole city. But now in this episode, no trace of doubt or regret or conflict or confusion about it. No mm. sense that it was a sort of... You she's, know, like, she's like off the map now. There's no kind of... She's just imperious and kind of... Yeah, yeah. Completely, completely on top of her shit, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like last episode, they set up like this thing that was happening in this weird fit of fury or something. Now apparently mm. it's not. Now now apparently it's like a really clear, you know. Just, I thought what? I thought it's, I it's thought literally they do this. I know we already said this, but it's like it's literally like Star Wars ethics, do you know what I mean? Mm. Turn to the dark side. Like that's just a thing that you just do. Oh yeah, actually I'm gonna I'll just turn to the dark side. Well there you go, and as we know, <laughs> they're going off they're going off to do Star Wars now. Yeah, and it yeah. is like how I don't know how long they've known about this, it's gonna have been a while, but Maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's like the Star Wars brain parasite and it's like they've just done it as Star Wars. It's almost like this is their audition <laughs> reel for, for Star Wars. Well, you know? yeah. I mean, and the sort of I know of Star cod. Wars now. I mean, I'm not, I've, I, will, I have not seen any of the new Star Wars films, so I'm not the person to talk about it. And I know that they're, uh, but it's a particular thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when it's done well, it's it's great. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah it's, it's not ethically and intellectually complex do you know what i mean that's not what the point of it is uh which is not to i'm i, I love it and i love the the force awakens the first of the new ones i thought was wonderful you know but mm. um it ain't game of thrones you know mm. um i mean to be honest though i suspect that what happened is if you think about benioff and weiss's market value back when they started this it will probably have been pretty low um and their market value now is probably off the charts and yeah yeah Calling the spade a spade, I would bet that they got an offer for Star Wars that made it like, yeah, well, let's <laughs> let's blow this hot dog stand, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, go and yeah. sign the Star Wars contract. Do you know what I mean? Because it will be considerably more money. So maybe we need to blame. Maybe it's maybe ultimately the the blame is with those guys. Then whoever gave them, whoever drove the truckload of money up to their house. <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? <clears throat> You know, money always fucking ruins everything in the end, man. So, um, yeah, so then Tyrion goes, uh, Tyrion 
says, you know, oh, she finally, she remembers that he freed Jamie. Oh, yeah. And he goes, uh, yeah, um, uh, well, fuck you, you killed everyone. And uh, and so they, they take him away. She gives, and Jon Snow is there, hi, John. Um, and she gives him a really good kind of bit of side eye as she's fucking off. And it all looks good. Yes, it all looks incredible, etc. But it, none of it should be happening. Well, I was about to say it. It is actually very aesthetically. This whole thing is very Star Wars, isn't it? The sort of card Lenny Riefenstahl mm. photography and everything. Um, this this threw me a bit because there's been a bunch of teleporting, hasn't there? Like John turns up here after mm. he's been talking to Grey Worm, but Grey Worm's already here. Oh yeah. There's, uh, a ho- well, there's a hot, uh, yeah. So that's a good point. I didn't even didn't even notice that. So yeah, good. Tyrion's point. here somehow. It's just it's, what mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, gangs all here. Yeah. Um, I was going to say at this point, uh, I read a really good bit. I don't know if you read this. It's a Scientific American piece saying that the the problem. Obviously, everyone now, including us, is going, what is the real problem here? Uh, but this is one that I haven't heard from anyone else, is that the problem with the, the why this show has declined in the way that it has is that it moved from one type of storytelling to a more commonplace one, which is from the sociological to the psychological. I did see that, so yes. Most stories being psychological, which is fine, that's how you connect with people, but sociological stories are obviously a bigger deal, they're more complex, there's a kind of... This is the thing, putting it all, it's very flimsy to put everything on on Danny now because it's never been on on one person. And it's like, okay, so she was mad, the others were wrong to trust her. But that's not this show. It's always been a kind of, there's always been this sort of intricate web of responsibility and choice and circumstance and belief and error and stuff. And now it's just, nope, it's idealists and fools versus a nascent tyrant and that's what it comes down to in the end which obviously is going that is clearly less satisfying that's more of a sort of um sugary confection than a sort of hearty nourishing dramatic thing yeah yeah and i I think also you can do either of those things well but the, the way that it switched gears it ends up being neither thing really you know because yeah. you can't, after this having been what it was for five years, you can't turn it into just a standard adventure story. It doesn't have a clear protagonist for a start. So mm. you can't get like a sort of Joseph Campbell hero's journey kind of arc out of it. That's just not there in it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I have to, you know, we do have to sort of accept that, like, okay, well, this was always going to be how it was going to turn out and Danny was going to break bad and stuff. But uh, as we've said, they didn't write it that way. Um, so then uh, John and Arya have a little chat. Um, Arya, I was going to say Arya's cross, but she doesn't even seem, I mean, obviously uh, Maisie Williams, you know, is, is still great. Um but they have a sort of weird exchange about, which doesn't really seem to get to the nub of things. So what they're trying to do here is set up a thing where, Everybody said to John, "Hey, listen, you know what you've got to do." Yeah, sort of, aren't they? But they don't mm. quite do that because they don't want to. It's that thing because they're all about reveals, you know. Mm. Um, they don't want to have a say. Hey, listen, we've got to kill her. Are you going to do it or am I? 
because yeah. they, they they don't want to reveal that he's going to kill her just yet till he kills her because then they can do a reveal then you know so it's, oh god um, so so in a way it ends up not doing its job either way this this little exchange it would have been i think it it would have been nice i mean aria could have done john a real solid at this point and just gone and you know gone and offed her and then fucked off yeah that would have worked but um i mean i to be honest i thought that was what was going to happen but uh uh but it played out more powerfully the way that they played it out <laughs> so uh john goes to see tyrion in prison or in a sort of lockable storeroom that he's in uh for an important portentous exchange <laughs> Uh, yeah so yeah i mean he's he again he doesn't say he should kill her exactly but he sort of does i'm not not saying that (laughs) yeah well but he kind of goes listen you she shouldn't be the ruler you should be the ruler he's doing that do you know what i mean um but how does he think this is going to work out it's he's not even saying i don't think anyone really says look john it should be you at this point despite the fact that's what they were saying before now it's just like well, we need to get her out of the way and then we'll figure something else out. Yeah, so they do that for a minute. I guess it's not that interesting. Um, yeah. Well, there's a bit of Tyrion trying to uh, justify where they're at now with, you know, a whole... He, he's kind of trying to talk about the slippery slope of like, well, she killed all these people and we thought it was fine because they were evil. Um, but turned out it was all bad because it was all leading to this. And every time she killed someone evil, she thought she was right. And it's like, well, yeah. So, yeah, so and like that's... she liberated the people of Slavers Bay. Yes, she did. She liberated the people of King's Landing. Well, no, she killed all the people of King's Landing. You, if you're equating these two things, that doesn't. What are you talking about? Well, <laughs> you said now. There you go. So what they're trying to do is trying to trying to patch over the work that they've not done. You know, because actually. Yeah, you get the point that he's making. Look at what she means when she says liberation, kind of thing, and. Yeah, there's sort of an interesting idea here, you know, of, well, you know, she wants the world to be a certain way. Uh, She'll do anything to get that. Fascism always derives from utopian thinking. Da-da-da. Yeah, yeah. Loads of stuff Mm. that you could have explored, but they haven't. (laughs) Again, it's that thing, and we're repeating ourselves a bit. They they haven't, haven't done the groundwork on this, do you know? So, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like three hours of TV time ago, you know, a couple of episodes ago. Danny was like a stand-up sister. Do you know what I mean? She was, she was totally, she yeah. was totally cool. She was on side with everybody. She fought valiantly mm-hmm. for the good of everyone. And now here yeah. we are. This, it's, it's, you know, this is completely disconnected nonsense. You know. Um, Hey ho, yeah. So so he tries hey in that little thing to to do all of this work that should have been done over years. Well, uh, it, it's a noble yeah. effort, Tyrion. <laughs> I'm sorry you're <laughs> you're having to write the show from a from a prison cell. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. <sighs> Yeah, it's like they've got Tyrion. It's like Tyrion's their big brother. It's like Tyrion, can you do can you do our homework? I'll 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 scratch you back. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, this isn't like I said by the kind of low bar by the by the impossibly low bar. It, it's kind of not terrible <laughs> somehow. Um, you know, a, a John quotes Maester Aemon says, "Oh, love is the death of duty," but then. Tyrion ruins it by saying, sometimes duty is the death of love. <laughs> love leads to duty. 
duty leads to yeah, death. Yeah. Death leads to. I, this uh, is so cat handed. This whole bit because he says what what he say, he first says love is the death of duty is that yeah he says he well yeah well he says love is more pa- i yeah i love her i love her just as much as you do love is more powerful than reason love is the death of duty ah but sometimes duty uh, no, is but, the death but of even love. before he says that, is, no no does even he before mean... he says that this this really this really made me laugh because obviously that's quite a vivid bit of language do you know what i mean and in the yeah, scene yeah 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 like Tyrion says, did you just come up with that? And he goes, no, 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 yeah. it's from season two is effectively what John says, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not only does that poke <laughs> out, it's like, oh, that's notably better than the rest of the writing. <laughs> the characters talk yeah. about it being better than the rest of the writing. <laughs> it's like, this yeah. has lost its mind, this programme. What's it doing? <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, I don't know. Is Tyrion kind of pointedly saying sometimes duty is the death of love? Uh, you know, subtext. Sorry, you I'm got just gonna. You got I'm just gonna girlfriend. put the concept of love and the concept of death adjacent to each other, and just leave that with you for a minute. Mm. There, John. No, it's just, you just just you know, just <laughs> something to think about, and kind of chew over. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Um, so, and then, and then this. So, John dutifully goes to see Danny, says uh, hi to Drogon on the way. There's a really beautiful shot of Drogon, kind of Drogon who's asleep under some snow, and who who kind yeah, of wakes up and goes, "Ooh, which is bonkers and makes no sense, <laughs> really." But it's pretty pretty good bit of CGI, so I'll let that pass. I, it, it's doing a little oh, foreshadow, actually. isn't it? Because Drogon is obviously guarding her, but it gives him a sniff, mm. and he smells like a Targaryen, doesn't he? So that's okay. Well, he knows. He knows. Well, he knows John. You know, he's not. He he is a creature who who has. Uh, you know, if if we're assuming that dragons are are kind of giant magic dogs, they 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 recognize well, people. You know, it's like he's going to recognize him. What I they're think trying to do enough. here is in a minute. Drogon's going to not kill John, and that's going to be really yeah. stonkingly implausible anyway. This this shaves off about 1% of the implausibility. Well, you see, I am also kind of okay with... Um, so many things I'm kind of okay with, it's quite damning. Um, you know, he's not going to necessarily put... Okay, well, obviously we know what he does put two and two together with, which is hilariously outrageous but i'm all right with them going okay all he he understands his mistress is dead but he doesn't understand why she just is dead he didn't see him do it or anything so i'm okay with that you know he's not gonna he's not gonna go wait a minute you know however (laughs) um yeah well well, i've got things to say about that but let's do it in order yeah yeah. (laughs) well yeah yeah let's do it let's try to keep some semblance of some decorum yeah. for fuck's sake before we just run around screaming with our with our dicks out. Um <laughs> <laughs> so Danny Danny has a moment to savour her victory in the ruined throne room and one last moment to savour Jon Snow's face before he takes her out. Drogon then has a big dragon sad and takes it out on a human symbol he can't possibly understand <sighs> the significance of, but it looks cool. Uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
All right, so where do we start with this? So Danny, uh, everybody has a squee because look, Danny's in the throne room and it looks exactly like in that prophecy, but that still doesn't, uh, you know, she had a vision yeah, back in season But that was in the three. other place, so um, it probably wasn't really foreshadowing. They do this thing, don't they? They do like after shadowing where they go, oh, right, we didn't know where we were going with that, so let's just try and slap it together somehow, I, you know. This is the thing is that they can trust an element of the audience to just do their yeah, work for them, yeah, yeah. like I said last time. They kind of, uh, you know, because people want it to make sense, so they just make it make sense, you know, and I think they, they know that there's going to be some ambassadors going, look, guys, come on, you can't... It, it's totally implausible that these writers wouldn't know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Obviously they do. They're better than all of us. Oh, God. Shut up. <laughs> ah, it's crazy, the kind of delusion. Anyway, um, yeah, so she goes into the throne room and uh, has a nice, uh, takes it all in and does not sit the Iron Throne, but whatever, um, and then has a chat with John about how the world is going to be really good now and because she knows what's good and... Yeah, it's hard to see something that's never been before, but it's all going to be awesome. And this is enough for her, for him to uh, uh, stick Well, in the heart. she does make his decision a bit easier, doesn't she? Because she's stark raving mad at this point uh, for reasons that aren't <laughs> entirely clear. Uh, a bit like we said about Grey Worm before, she's now an asshole. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And... She's sort of saying things like the like they're trying to do a thing where it's like, look, she's like gone evil in this way. She doesn't know she's wrong. She doesn't know she's evil. She's like, she's just got this really crazed way yeah. of looking at the world. Uh, well, hang mm. on, we've known this girl for a decade, and she doesn't have a crazed way of looking at the world, actually. So that that no. just doesn't fly unless she's just literally turned to the dark side of the force. You know, it's, it's just like right, this is. This is this is idiotic, and I will not stand for it. This is this is no. This is this is in, insulting to the intelligence. Do you know what I mean? Um, oh, stop yeah, being. Yeah, well, yeah. you know why can't you just? You know, no, no. It's because it's crap. This is crap, and it's because it's because <laughs> the taxis wait in, and they want to get over to Disney to start doing Star Wars for the bigger paycheck. So we just got to get on with it. So we can't have. A bit where Jon Snow grapples with it or anything or struggles with the idea of it. She just goes, hi, Jon, no. I'm crazy and evil now. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm going to stab you up mm. then. That's what happens. Mm. And it's rubbish. And it's Damn. this, this really should be the crowning moment of tragedy of the whole eight yeah. seasons of the thing. And yeah, yeah. I, I was just sat there like, going uh, with like a question mark over me head you know just, yeah well i don't know what did you think i just, just yeah. did nothing for me just thought it was stupid yeah no i just kind of went oh oh well yeah um and you know it was a good shit like again yeah she did the the very amelia clark did the very best she could do with you know with her performance of um a mad evil person who doesn't understand that they're evil is really good actually. Mm. It's just it's just oh, that, yeah, that yeah, idea yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. In in the context of no, the story. Not the way know. it's been done. She does she does great. Yeah. I think, you know. Mm. Um but yeah. So anyway, I was just sat there going off oh, fuck this. But then um basically immediately after this I started laughing and didn't stop laughing till the end. So I started really having fun. <laughs> 
Okay, so this is where I uh, it, it kind of really picked up for me because I started laughing and didn't <laughs> stop laughing till the end of the episode. Um, this was amazing. So Drogon, um, distraught at the death of his mother, Daenerys, uh, looks like he's about to burn Jon Snow to death, but at the last minute turns his head yeah. and burns and melts the Iron Throne. Because, because dragons understand semiotics. <laughs> yeah, it is known. And obviously <laughs> the, um, the Iron Throne being a symbol of both uh, the terrible way that power works in this world and, you know, the way that it's built out of the swords of defeated enemies and so on and all that that symbolizes. And obviously, you know, um, Drogon dislikes the optics of this, I guess, and decides to decides <laughs> to melt it down. Um, um, uh, yeah. One of the dumbest things yeah. I've ever seen on TV. Uh, the thing is, if... Okay, they, they were kind of this... This is slightly reminiscent of the end of Jurassic Park <laughs> with... You know the the T Rex in in the uh, who who has broken into the uh, kind of the the lobby of the uh, the the theme yeah. park itself, and uh, and is rampaging about kills the, uh, the the Velociraptors, and and then just roars. There's a big banner that says when dinosaurs yeah. ruled the earth, and oh that's it because it throws there's a skeleton. And it throws the body of a velociraptor against the skeleton. The skeleton shatters. The dinosaur skeleton just falls apart. And then it roars, and and this banner falls down like ac- across it and kind of onto it. And it's fucking awesome. And everybody knows this. But it was almost like that. But like the thing with that moment is that it works because this is just an animal that doesn't know what it's doing. That's rampaging about. It doesn't know what the banner is. It, it just that it works in the way that Spielberg sets yes. it up. It's, you know that is a a visual thing that we understand. Yes, and and we you know. we know it's something but, of a contrivance, but yeah, it, it's totally yeah, earned. it's totally earned. and also it it doesn't require this kind of world breaking thing of suddenly the dinosaur can read or something, anything like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's, no, it's, you know, no. But, the, the, yeah. Um, the thing, okay, so I am, I'm all right with Drogon uh, kind of, the, the lead up to this. Okay, so Drogon intuits or somehow understands that it's like, oh my God, something has happened. I'm okay with that. They have a connection. I'm okay with him kind of doing the dog thing and sort of nudging her body and going, yeah, that's, what, all, what that's fine. That's completely um, fine. And then that's all fine. That was, I, I found, the thing is, I... <laughs> Like I said, because I am, because part of me is still twelve. I fucking yeah, love yeah. Drogon. I think he was a really, he was a, he was a brilliant creation. A good, you know, a good. They didn't always get him right, but I think there's, you know, it's an astonishing feat of uh, of of technology, but also just of uh, he was mostly, you know, despite various fuckeries, you know, this was a, a really good element in the show and a good sort of minor character. Yes, and they managed um, they managed to invest this big blob of CGI with a real emotional mm. existence. And 
a sort of a sort yeah. of inner yeah, life yeah. and so on. So yeah, that's all fine. Yeah, they gave it life, and there's a slightly there's that you know what he knows and what he doesn't know are slightly sort of opaque. And you know, obviously, it's crazy that this this creature has just been used to lay waste sure, to the sure, entire sure. city, but hasn't but, doesn't have any right, idea so what it's because done. Of, you know, because the line of dragon comprehension is fuzzy, that doesn't mean yeah the line is non-existent. <laughs> I mean, come on, and there is quite there are no, there is quite clearly no, no. An, another side of the line, you know, and this was way on yeah, the other side of the line. Yeah, this was mental. It, the thing is, they didn't have to. Obviously, they didn't have to do this. What they could have done, you could have had the, the right. So yeah. Also, I'm okay with. I'll I'll just kind of f- finish that thought. Um, I'm okay with the dragon understanding that she's dead, but not putting together that it was John that did it. And you think for a second that like, oh, he does understand it's John that did it. Oh, he's going to kill him. And Jon Snow is quite up for it because he's like, fuck this. This is all rubbish. I'm quite happy to die now. Um, and, and it's fair, you know, and he kind of presents himself in that sort of like, it, it's, it's yeah, that would be justice because I did uh-huh. just kill her, you know. Um, but uh, then uh, Drogon just, tur- yeah, like you said, turns his head at the last minute and destroys the throne instead. You could have had, if all they needed to do, right, to make this less hilarious was have him just kind of, in in his in his grief, just sort of flail around and burn the whole place. That's yeah, all yeah, they yeah. needed to do. And, and the symbolically, throne gets the throne gets destroyed. In the course yeah, yeah, yeah. of that, exactly that that would have been cool. But he deliberately he goes, "This is the reason for my so, misery, but, and this is what's wrong yeah, with everything." So here's the thing, right? Even in this condemnation, <laughs> you're being a bit too kind because you're assuming that that what they're setting up is that, like, yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't know that Jon Snow's killed her. He totally knows what's happening in this scene is that the dragon is looking at Jon Snow and going, yeah, but bro, when you think about it, really, we're all just kind of, we're all just helpless puppets on uh, on the strings of the, the true machinery of power, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? And really, it's not you or me, oh, dude. No. It's the throne. Oh, and man. it's uh, like, so this is what I mean about dragons understanding not only semiotics, but like, like politics. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Because that's really what happens well, in that it, moment. Oh fuck yeah! It is. It's um. It's Drogon. Drogon say, "Don't hate the player. Yeah. Hate the game." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Oh, wow. And and I, I despite even, being a, yeah. a raging and largely emotional fire breathing dragon, suddenly acquiring an ability to go, "Hey, well, you know, when you think it through." <laughs> That, that would suggest that he, Benioff and Weiss there are investing this dragon with more, with a greater overview and more perspective than themselves. <laughs> well, uh, uh, on, like, on that, we're in fierce agreement. Fuck. <laughs> uh. uh, yeah, so, I mean, I did, yeah, my brain did twang at this point and I felt it go. And for a, uh, uh, for a few minutes, I was just like, way. I was, I was done. I'm actually, I'm impressed. I was impressed. done, like I say, that was me for the rest of the I'm episode. I'm impressed with, with that. Partly because, actually, because oh, no, it, 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 it twanged me quite a bit. I've got to say, the moment, the moment <laughs> when John killed Danny caught me by surprise in this sense, right? Because it felt like the episode had right. been setting up Okay, we're setting up, we're setting up, we're setting up. We get to the moment uh, where John finds out that she's really lost her mind. Um, okay, uh, that's all the setup, and now the story begins. You know, and I, I was waiting for it to do something with all of this stuff. 
And then he just went, all right, well, I guess mm-hmm. I'll kill her. You know, and it was like, where's the bit? Where's the, where's the, where's well, the emotional the- struggle? Where's the back and forth? Where's the, he convinces himself it's all right, but then she demonstrates and knew that it's not. And it's just like, fuck that. Taxi's waiting. We want to get to Star Wars. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last episode. I mean, to be oh, fair, God, you know, on, just yeah. honestly. I know. So, so no, so no, this was, no, I know I'm not being, I'm not. Actually so yeah. So then fair, he, p- no. he picks her up, doesn't he? Um, he picks her up and flies yeah, away because, and, and that's that. So and- I want to, Going back to a thing earlier on, you know, these things that they just go, oh, fuck it, we've written ourselves into a kind of, we can't be bothered. So right at the start of the episode, Tyrion's walking into the ruined city. Oh, they want to have him in the dungeon. He's going to need a torch, isn't he? Oh, shit. So they have him pick up a torch. Mm. But then there's nothing to light the torch with. Mm. So it just cuts to the, and the torch is lit, you know, because I just we can't be bothered working this yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a trivial example mm. of this problem. Here's a more substantial example mm. of this problem. So they've done this whole thing, and then, well, nobody knows how to kill the dragon. So what does it do? Well, it just flies no. away. <laughs> well, God, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> they just couldn't be asked dealing with this massive loose end of a fucking bereaved dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't really think this through. I mean, he didn't know what Drogon was going to do. Drogon might have just killed... Everyone who was left. Yeah, yeah it, this what? was actually that would have been a that would this have been was a good by ending. no means guaranteed to work, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> It'll be right. She's only got a she's oh, only got so, a dragon and and an insane um, like warrior army. Um it'd be right. Mm. I'll just stab her, it'd be right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and the thing is that it does. It, it totally yeah. is re, you know, and, and it, it totally works out. Here is here is a thing, right? Danny has done what she meant to do. Um, she has broken the wheel, and she had to die to do it, but she did it. And the dragon has melted the Iron Throne. She has obliterated the old way of doing things. So maybe all of those people did have to die. Maybe that's what it took. <sighs> you know. And maybe she should be, maybe, you know, she deserves a bit more credit for this, I feel. You know, there should be a, a big memorial to all of the people of King's Landing who had to die so that shit could be all right. And, you know, and to her, because without her, none of this would have happened. Just a thought. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see, you're doing what you talk about other people doing, though, aren't you? Which is you're, you're doing the show's work for it, you know. Yeah. That that's an interesting idea. No, no, I'm not. No, because they didn't. No, because that's not. No, because that's yeah, not. Exactly. In, no, I'm saying yeah, that's it's not. It's an interesting in idea that they didn't have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, look, they can have that one for free yeah, as they yeah. as they uh, you know as they head off in the limo, um, and then uh, cut to some weeks later, which we find out after a few minutes. Uh, it stopped snowing now and Tyrion's beard Why is was it gone. snowing as well? Uh, that that bothered faves. me all the way through this. Why was it snowing? Uh, because it looked cool, because winter... Blah. But winter was, wasn't was magic um, winter connected to the Night King, who's dead now? Just, you know, fuck it. Who cares? It looked, it looked cool, didn't it? Uh, yeah. blah, it actually did look cool. Part of it. So I go. don't know. It did look cool, but also I was a bit like, is it ashes? It's no. There's part of my brain that was just going, is that ash? Is that snow? Is that ash? It was definitely snow. snow? But by and this, by this, or, and well, or I mean, snow. it's definitely snow, isn't it? By the point the dragon's yeah. shaking off the snow, it's definitely mm. snow. That's snow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes, um, 
a load of our faves assemble in the dragon pit to decide what to do next. <laughs> Sam invents democracy, but no one's ready for it. And then everything gets sorted out remarkably quickly and easily, <sighs> doesn't it? Oh, oh this was so <laughs> shoddy. This was so shoddy. How many things are wrong with this? All right, so there we've got the... Can I just, uh, before we get into it, let me say something that's Go right on. with it, okay? Just the one thing that's right with it is that it, it gave rise to one of one of my favourite uh, head Game of Thrones headlines, um, which is that uh, one of the um, one of the assembled dignitaries is um, Robin Robin Aaron, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who is now uh, who is now now grown up, and this was the thing that Twitter latched onto, and and there was a headline in Vulture that was just Milk Boy got hot. <laughs> <laughs> What a lovely combination of words. Like, I'm sad that I, that's not going to translate to any other context. You know, you can't use it. Or maybe you can. Maybe this will be a trope. Yes. <laughs> Milk boy I, Well, I saw hot. another thing. He does. Uh, musing li- on, like, perhaps the idea that, that breastfeeding is risky, you know, because you either get you either get Robin Aaron or you get Tormund, you know, and you, you don't know which way it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, that's it. You know, you get either Targaryen blood or milk, loads of milk, and it goes one way or another. Um, yeah, so, um, so yeah, I mean, he does. Uh, so, Lino Fascioli uh, does look actually remarkably like a young Dave Garn, mm. and I think needs to play young Dave Garn in a Depeche Mode game of, biopic, game of which would be called. <laughs> there it is. I was going to say they call it everything counts because they have to go for the most right. obvious yeah. thing. Um, you know, I, I look forward to that just on the basis that he'll be really good. Um, yeah. Anyway, but everything else so, is terrible. Uh, well, actually, though, so carry on. That does tie into what I was about to say, which is like, so here we have assembled the. I guess it's meant to be the most powerful people in Westeros. It's a pretty random ass collection of people, yeah. this, isn't it? Wise. Well, there's literally those two or three guys we've never seen before. Oh, right. So, so we, I thought that. So we've definitely never seen those before, whoever they were. No, okay. not, not ever. No. Just um, some dudes. You know. There's Yon, Yon Royce, uh, Lord of the Vale. Oh, is Robin Aaron, Lord of the Vale? Anyway, the other guy, the other Vale guy. Um, Brienne, Gendry, Davos. So- Edmure yeah, Tully. Right. Okay, so it makes no Sam. sense that Brienne's there. It makes no sense that Sam's there. It makes no sense... No, or Davos. ...that Davos is there. Um, makes no sense that um, Arya's there. But what it is is it's basically all your favourites plus a sprinkling mm-hmm. of some other characters to lend the concept plausibility. Mm. Uh, and Bran, obviously, yeah, Bran is there. So uh, And Yara. We've got Yara back. Ma- so, makes sense that Yara's Yara there, out actually. Be- there you go. Mercifully, it, yeah, makes it does, sense yeah. that she's there. But there's another thing coming that doesn't make sense, so mm. <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, and, and, and the, new, the new Prince of Dawn, yeah. whose name the is... The new Prince of Dawn. Pri- Prince... The new yeah. Prince of Dawn. Uh, yeah. So he's sitting there. It's really funny. He just looks, looks like he's wandered in. Do you, do you remember the, uh, you know, the video for uh, West End Girls? Yes. And they just shot it, you know, in, in the street in Soho. And there's a bit where um, Neil and Chris are just striding moodily across the street. And there was a, a guy further up the street who saw what they were doing and just joined in. I don't know this. <laughs> it's like yeah, that yeah. guy. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, go and look it up. Right. It's really funny. There's just a guy who just start, starts doing the same walk as the Pet Shop Boys <laughs> and, uh, and it ends up in the shot. <laughs> and actually, he actually physically resembles the guy as right. well, I seem to recall. He's a slightly, you know, sort of tufty beard and stuff. Anyway, uh, all our faves are here. And yeah, and Tyrion then somehow, despite the fact that Tyrion is a prisoner... And so it's like, yeah, we're here to decide what to do with Tyrion and John. John's not there. Okay. Um, this is weeks afterwards. You don't get to see anybody's reaction to no. Danny dying. Uh, well, yeah. All right. So I just want to because this goes by so quickly. I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? This is we're sort of halfway through the episode. Uh, basically, everything, everything gets resolved. I think in about the next four minutes. And I do mean everything. And yeah. it's it's shocking, yeah. right? So and and the point A to point B, the distance between those two points is staggering, but my God, do they get through it in a furled clip. Right. So they bring up Tyrion. Tyrion's a prisoner. Um Grey Worm communicates uh that he is pissed that the Queen's been killed. Uh he's pretty mad with Tyrion. So Tyrion's a prisoner. Let's keep that in mind. Let's stick a pin in that. Tyrion's a prisoner, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John's a proper prisoner. Mm-hmm. He's not even allowed to be here. He's just in in proper jail, you know. But Tyrion, for some reason, is allowed to be here, even yeah. though he's a prisoner. Yeah. I don't don't even really know why that is, you know. Right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. in the space of this three or four minute conversation, Tyrion, the prisoner in jail for treason. Let's not forget, <laughs> he writes the new constitution and becomes Hand of the New King, who he effectively chooses and anoints, and everyone's fine with it, and it takes about three or four minutes. It's insanity. I was sat there like, what? How do you expect me to buy this? It's like, as you said, basically, they all go, oh, well, somebody says something about, well, there is no ruler. They go, oh, well, we better pick one. How are we going to pick one? Sam invents democracy. Right. This is how fast this is happening. Sam invents yeah. democracy. Everyone goes, come on, that's going a bit far. Um, then um, Tyrion comes up with a sort of compromise concept of a sort of Cromwellian protectorate. Right. Despite the fact mm. no one's ever heard of this before, everyone just goes, yeah, yeah okay, sounds good. Um, then they go, okay, who should it be? Uh, they kind of go, Tyrion goes, well, you know, I know I'm, I know I'm, in theory, should be killed for treason. But since I'm here and I've just written the new constitution, why don't we make it Bran? And everyone goes, sounds good. Um, Bran goes, all right, well, guy in jail for treason, why don't you be the hand of the king? And he goes, oh, Mm. go on, don't make me do that. And he goes, no, I really want you to do it. And he goes, oh, all right then. And then Grey Worm, who a minute ago (laughs) just wanted all of these people killed, kind of grumpily goes, yeah, okay. And that's it. And and <laughs> the entire story of Game of Thrones is now resolved. Oh, sorry, I missed a detail. Yeah. So Sansa sorts out Nexit <laughs> in the space <laughs> of like one sentence. She goes, oh, well, the yeah. North's going to be independent. And everyone goes, yeah. Fine, because mm. that's previously that's been fine. No one, no one ever disagreed with that. There's not been wars over that or anything. So everyone goes, yeah, fine, right? Here's <sighs> another detail, right? Yara, who had loads to say about Iron Island independence before, doesn't say a peep. Yeah. In fact, the only contribution <laughs> no. Yara has to this meeting, Yara, 
Iron Island's independence lady is to say, actually, I really wanted to be ruled over by the mad tyrant queen. And I'm really annoyed that you've all stopped that happening. What? 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 Uh, I've all, what? Now, this is so <laughs> unhinged and stupid. It's what? taking me longer to explain than the show spends on it. So I think, well, it goes by so fast in the show, you can watch it and kind of almost feel like it was okay. But it's not okay. It's, 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 it's drooling lunacy. <laughs> it is also a really, it, it is both too quick and really ponderous and boring at the same time. And, and yeah, my brain had just, my brain just left the building. It's like, I found peace. I went, okay. And there's a bit that Edmure Tully stands up just to be humiliated for a bit of, you know, bit of bant. bant. And Sam invents democracy. And the funny thing is that Sam invents democracy, obviously doesn't use the word democracy, but then immediately Yoan Royce goes, oh, maybe we'll give my dog a vote. You know, or one of them says, oh, I'll, let's ask the dogs. And he says, oh, why don't I give my horse a vote? What What do you mean? I mean, uh, is vote even a, yeah. a thing? Is, so he's invented democracy and they all immediately understood all of the implications and nuances And the of concept that. of voting, yes, yes, yes. Just yeah, in, yeah. in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's a bit, that's like the thing. <laughs> Is that, that's not just me, is it? That was a that was a thing. It's like, oh, what? Who's going to be on that ballot? Yeah. Lol. You know. It's, well, we'll we'll have uh, to be we'll have to be careful um, about a, the potential it, for um, fr- fraud over the postal vote and via the internet. Ha- yeah, hanging yeah. chads. Yeah. Oh, rubbish. Rubbish. Yeah. Are you kidding? You're off your head, yeah. mate. None of this is going to yeah. work. That we just invented and then and then yeah yeah well fuck. It's a little bit like. You know the kind of famous Lord of the Rings bit where one of the one of the orcs goes. Uh, they're they're about to go into battle, and one of them goes. You know, in in what do they speak? You know, in orcish, and the guy says, "Dinner is uh, meat is back on the menu." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then people are like how, orcs have restaurants. Yeah. yeah. You know it, how? Why? Why is he using this idiom? Yeah. Ah! You know, it was one of those. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, fuck me. Uh, oh yeah, no. Davos says, uh, "All right, Grey Worm, you've done. You've you've put in a shift. Why don't you go and start your own house in the uh, whatever lands?" Oh, um, so, so Grey Worm goes. Huh? So Fine. last week I expressed some concern that I felt they were about to do this thing where. Um, essentially, all the black guys became evil. And all the good guys yeah. were white guys. It's not quite as clumsy as that mm-hmm. as I expected it to be. In that you don't mm. particularly get to see like a uh, white guys facing off against the black guys. But basically, all the black guys are bad guys at this point. Mm. And then it's almost <laughs> like they've done that without realizing they're doing it. Then they kind of got part way through it and gone, "Oh, this is ee, this is kind of messy." Um, so mm. the way that they try to tie that up is by they just get rid of the black guys. Don't they? You know, at first it's explicitly suggested. <laughs> well, listen, thanks for helping us out in the war and everything. But like, you know, how about you guys hit the fucking road now? You know what I mean? I mean, the, the, that's that's the suggestion that's made to them. There's some there's some yeah. land that's just littered with corpses now that we, we're not going back there. You can have that. But, you know, we'd kind of like you to fucking leave now. You kind of... You're stinking up the city, you know. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Right. But then Grey Worm says, no, we don't want payment. We want justice kind of thing. Okay, that's a good comeback. That's all right. Yeah. But then in the end, they do just tie it up by they just bugger off to foreign land, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Literally, this is how mm. this show yeah, yeah. 
gets rid of its non-white characters. It sends them to Narth. Where's Narth? I don't know. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. Thomas Cook don't do a flight there. It sounds it sounds ghastly. <laughs> I'm never going. They can go if they want. This is this is clumsy at best. Are there still slaves in Narth? Missandei came from Narth. Did Daenerys liberate Narth? Are they going to go and free the slaves in Narth? Or are they going to go, are they going to turn up and be like, oh, this is, this is all right, this is a paradise land. And it's like, oh, look, some as black guys. As far as the show is concerned. <laughs> um, we've got some yeah. stuff as you can do. As far as the show is concerned, they're just going to go away. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, look, look, this is how they resolve. That They're doing this thing now. Notice on the council as well that sat there. Great Worm's present, but he's not on the council. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, no one's in charge. The thing is, no one's been in charge for weeks, right? The Queen has been murdered. Um, and, and this is how we come back into it. It's like, well, it stopped snowing. Sun's come out. Uh, Tyrion's grown a bit more of a beard. Everyone's come down from... Oh, yeah, and the army. Sansa's brought the army with her, no. but you don't see them. Um, she said, there's, there's the... You know, we brought the army down. The fuck are you going to do? But there's no tension in it at all. And... Oh... What the fuck even? Where are we? What's <sighs> happened? So, yeah, so Bran's the king now. Isn't oh, he? man. Yeah. yeah, Tyrion. Yeah, well, Tyr- well how, how Bran gets to be king is that Tyrion puts the case for Bran being king. And how he does that is he poses the question, what is it that truly unites people? Is it armies? Is it gold? Is it flags? No, it's stories. <laughs> Yes, yes. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. Oh, no. No, no, no. I clutched my head and went, oh, no. What? Writers. Writers telling you how writers are brilliant. Thanks for that, guys. Oh, my God. uh. This as well, I hate this move. And I, the the um, the the recent BBC Sherlock uh, did this move in its last episode, and it just annoyed the shit out of me. Because what it's doing is it's taking that you know that thing where you get those those like after show programs where the cast and crew tell you how brilliant they are, and the showrunners tell you how brilliant they are. Because it's not up to you to decide whether you, whether it was good. It's up to them to tell you, you know. And um, (laughs) it's taking that and putting that stuff directly in the episode. Do you know what I mean? And and Sherlock did it. They had one of the characters just go on about how what it's all about really is about the brilliant stories, you know. Character just saying this in voiceover to the audience. I was just like, fuck off. If you want me to be, if you you want me to (laughs) think stories are brilliant, write a brilliant story. That'll do it. (laughs) You know? So yeah, that was rubbish, you know. And it, yeah. also, it's just yeah. one of those really fatuous claims, you know. What's what's the thing that really unites people's stories? Is that true? I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, it's so kind of asinine. It's like he he's got you know, there's a rollicking yarn, and it's like it kind of goes around the you know, all of these people have amazing stories, you know, fucking Yara Greyjoy, what an amazing story, because it know, does that. No, it goes, but uh, you know, of us all, who's got the best story, Bran? No, he's not. Come on. Like, 
even no. brand stands would agree he didn't have <laughs> he, he was not the protagonist of the really riveting bit of this show was he do you know what i mean he really wasn't no. but like oh he knows he knows everything the best bit of brand story and- is mira <laughs> do you know what i mean let's have to get mira let mira be the king mm. what what happened to mira That's um she just fucked off after he went weird didn't she she took the she took the um rightly yeah mm. sensible yeah um uh, yeah so uh here's here's another thing as well is that they have really played fast and loose i think with what brand knows what brand doesn't know what brand chooses to reveal and what he doesn't uh, can Brand see into the future? He can't, can he? He can see all of the past and everything that's happening now if he wants, when he feels like it. Wasn't it? But he can't see wasn't the future. It like he doesn't a know Lord of the what Rings, is going to happen. Elves type of deal where he sees things that may happen, sort of thing. Because obviously he did have that vision where he saw the shadow of the dragon mm. over King's Landing and stuff. So it's not exactly precognition. Uh, and not all of his visions are complete. But you're right, they're, they're not obeying any set of rules with this, do you know? And what they're doing as well is that they're, they're no. sort of retrofitting. The whole story did so much sort of prophesying that he was significant in a way that tied into the Night King. But because they couldn't be bothered wrapping any of that up, they're yeah. like, well, we'll just kill the Night King. We'll have that come to nothing. And mm-hmm. we now know that came to nothing. And we'll make the thing about Bran mm-hmm. that he was always going to be king. Uh, Get, get to fuck. That right. was not the intention okay, from the Bran? outset. It was not. No, it wasn't. So Bran, okay, Bran now uh, reluctantly says, oh, no, uh, pish, tosh, don't want to be king, and then says, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Uh, so Tyrion says, will you do it? And Bran says, why do you think I came all this way? Um, what? Okay, is that like a little gag or is that... Okay, Bran knew this was going to happen, or is he kind of riffing on the idea that he? They're trying, knows they're trying to retrofit what, it. What, they're trying to that? retrofit it that this was always the the destiny of it. Mm. So they're trying to make oh. it feel oh. this is just a bodge, so they can get to the end, and they're trying to make it feel like not a bodge. Mm. Well, I I see through this, and I assume a lot of people do. <laughs> this is weak source, yeah. is what this is. Well. It's very, very weak source. So I quite like the idea. It's a nice idea that, okay, Tyrion's kind of fucked up quite a lot. And so now he can spend the rest of his life making up for it. Okay, I'm all right with that. But yeah, and then, so that's all that. So everything is resolved. And then Tyrion goes to see John in prison uh, and sends him off to the Night's Watch. So John ends up. Yeah, so the angle with that is that they could only. The Unsullied in the Dothraki wouldn't forgive it, so they had to either kill him or, like, sending people to the yeah. Night's Watch was what they used to do instead of a death sentence for certain people, wasn't it, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that was the idea. Okay, yeah. so they want to did, give it know. some symmetry. That shot where he rides out of the wall at the end is, like, the very first shot from the very first episode. I understand what they're doing with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bit clumsy yeah. the way they do it, but uh, I guess, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's no one's very happy, which means it's good compromise. And they're kind of injecting into it now. It's like now uh, basically democracy is happening. And so we're fitting everything into that sort of framework, you know, like things are going to be different from here on in. And there's going to be, you know, it's going to be a better, better world. Uh, um, And I guess, you know, it's kind of there's a sort of 
it, it's kind of good that like John is basically punished for doing doing the right thing. Um, so that all had to happen. So um, I quite the thing is there's kind of the notion of this being dramatically satisfying, but then it being unsatisfying in a good way. And I'm not sure. Like I said, I don't know what's George in this and what isn't. Um, I mean, all of this now they're wrapping it all up. Most of this is going to be George. So do you think? You know, did did he? Well, uh, I, I, who knows? I, I'm I mean, guessing it, that the, the big the big headline of yeah, in the end, Danny ends up being as dangerous as any other kind of totalitarian mm. leader. I'm guessing mm. that's his big concept. I imagine the mm-hmm. rest of this, the, the way they, they give each character their little epilogue, it, it's so mm. cack-handed and clumsy. I can't imagine him doing anything this dull, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, the thing with George R. R. Martin that we have to remember is that he was a conscientious mm-hmm. objector. He was uh, drafted uh, uh, to go to Vietnam and uh, refused to go and submitted a lot of his, he'd already, uh, you know, he had quite a body of work by then and submitted, you know, some of his, his stories that he'd written as evidence of, you know, because this is one of the big themes of his work is, you know, war is yeah. war is shit. Uh, let's not do it. So I wonder if there's an element of, well, look, it's not going to be satisfying in the way that you want it to be because it's kind of, uh, you know, peace descends, but, um, I, it would have, yeah, it would have been more satisfying, I guess, to have its piece. You know, it's an uneasy yeah, piece for me. It, but they, for they me, didn't the issue play isn't it like that. that. It, like it wraps up too much. Actually, I, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah, not it's that I'm not satisfied by the ending. I kind of don't want this kind of satisfaction. Do you know what I mean? It pretty much says they all lived happily ever after. You know, mm. uh, John lives frownily yeah. ever after, but that's how he rolls. You know. Uh, yeah, you know. Like, you know, it's just, I mean, so, I mean, let's just go through the endings anyway. Like, Sansa gets an exit agreed and gets, like, a nice queenly hat, and that's all fine. <laughs> um, Sam wrote a book, I guess. No, he didn't write the book. We'll, we'll save the book. I, but, 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 hang on. Well, let's get, that's an entire, yeah, we'll, that's we'll an entire it. bit right, that we have to, that. you know... Oh, Aria, yeah, yeah. Aria um, goes to Restoros on the good ship potential spin-off. Um, <laughs> don't know what that's about other than the good ship potential spin-off. I mean, just what? Uh-huh. Why does she do this? You know? Mm. Um, mm. What mm. else happens? John goes up to the... So that's just a bit clumsily written, isn't it? They send him to the back to the Night's Watch, but there is no Night's Watch anymore. He gets there, and obviously there isn't, but there's a Tormund and all his mates, and he goes, oh, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go north of the wall and hang out with them. Yeah. Well, yeah, does he Does he kind of just uh, does he just go and join the Wildlings, or is he still kind of, you know, he's kind of dressed in the robes of, uh, is he commander now because there's no no one else left? I mean, uh, uh, um. Are they going to rebuild the wall? Is there any point in... Because, I mean, I guess there's a big hole in the wall. They didn't take the whole thing down, but... oh, uh, But, yeah, I wasn't really sure what... Well, also, um, it's like, right, well, you've made friends with the wildlings and the White Walkers don't exist anymore. So what what do you need a nice watch for? (laughs) You don't need any of this. (laughs) Well, yeah, they they kind of... Yeah, well, Tyrion kind of gets into this. It's like, hmm... Uh, let's answer. Let's preempt the audience question. You know, is there still a Night's Watch? 
Um, and he's like, well, yeah, there's always going to be, you know, there's always going to be a need to guard the realms of men from whatever else might happen. But yeah, there's no uh, realizing it now. Actually, I kind of didn't didn't see it at the time, but in some ways it's like well there's still going to be wars and stuff we just have to accept that there's, there needs to be a master of war and that we need the ships and we need this and we need that so you know they're kind of but also there's no there's no sense of uh, maybe we maybe we don't got this there's no humility about any of it it's all very yeah, it's all done and dusted in a in a, a really mm. and like i say it all really got done and dusted in that incredibly short bit yeah uh, there's also no sense of like reverberating shock, which I would expect. You know the the shit that's happened, all the shit that's happened, and all the all the loss and all the horror. And like, you know, surely is this all it takes? It's like what we, you know, there's no kind of like we need to make sure this never happens again. It's all very kind of downplayed and very like, well, let's let's try something new, <laughs> you know. See how that works yeah, out. That's fine. You know, like a million people just died. Uh, um, you know, do you not want to? Do you do you not feel this? But uh, it's just very, it's very sort of sad and tired. And um, yeah. Um, and Tyrion, you know, John says to Tyrion, "Well, I don't suppose we'll see each other again." Tyrion's like, "Yeah, but I'll, you know, after a few years of as as Hand of the King, I'll probably want to piss off the edge of the world again." Mm, Call back. Yeah. John says bye to all his all his peeps. Oh, and then uh, there's a kind of there's a bit where Brienne, who is now uh, I don't know if she's the head of the King's Guard or she is a King's Guard, um, she opens the the book of the of the knights and and finishes Jamie's story. And says minor minor point, but appears to do all of her paperwork in mm. full armor. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's gonna. After a bit, you're yeah. gonna need a lot of WD forty for that. It's quite kind of fine motor skills. You know, it's gonna be like. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, she writes the end of his story, but not you know nothing about the first woman to ever be knighted. Oh well. Oh Shows God, her humility, yeah, I guess. Not- oh. But. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. The one, mm. the one cool thing that they mm. did this season. Good God, they've just pinned it off. Oh no! Yeah, it meant nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, Sansa gets to be queen, so uh, queen in the north. So uh, that's something, I guess. But yeah, no, this is bollocks. Um, uh, right, and then there is a small council <laughs> meeting, which I cannot believe. I can't believe they did this. Yeah, so fuck? this this was just straight up sitcom, wasn't it? It turned into fuck me. Um, so yeah, and Tyrion. So I was like, I was clenched the whole time because I was uh, basically the camera is is it's like you're sitting at the uh-huh. table, you know, in the uh, the the small council table, um, and they all cut. Co- yeah, uh, Bron and Davos come in. Um, and Sam, and yeah, Sam, for no reason, says, hey, look, here's here's a history of everything that's happened in this show. <laughs> and it's called yeah. A Song of Ice terrible, and Fire. Terrible in all sorts of ways. Oh, yeah, I mean, fuck. for a start, it's such a notorious fantasy book cliche since being, I think, probably the first time it happened is in the end of Lord of the Rings where... 
Frodo finishes off writing Bilbo's memoirs. Well, okay, fine. I, I'll give you that one. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's been it's been kind of copied so many times that actually a few weeks ago people were starting to make a joke on Twitter of like, ha it's all going to be in. A, Sam's going to have written a book that it's all in, and they fucking did it. It's like, do you have you people never even taken a cursory look at the TV tropes website? <laughs> <sighs> By the way, I, I take it all back about Sam as well. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He's fucking annoying. He's an annoying... When he invents democracy, he's actually doing the thing with his hands. He's, like, kind of picking. He's sort of, like, wringing his hands a bit. And I was like... Uh, this is horrible. So he plonks down the thing and says, oh, and, and Tyrion goes, ooh, what's it say about me? And... They all look at each other awkwardly. It's like, oh yeah, uh, you're not in there at all. <laughs> zany, Which all that zany made me times. do. Oh. Right, all that made me. That was a callback that landed in completely the wrong way for me because I remembered after the Battle of Blackwater, Tyrion's all fucked up and is is kind of in in a grotty yeah. little room. The history and books won't remember to see him, you, and but it's I like, will. I'm not. The history yeah. books, yeah. The people won't, yeah. And yeah, we will not forget. And. Yeah, so that reminded me of that scene, which is brilliant, and it reminded me of Varys, who who died for nothing, and do you know what I mean? And that's supposed to land in an amusing way, because, you know, but this whole thing, like, the atmosphere of it is like, and peace has come upon Westeros, and now we can all chill and just hang, and I can't believe it. It's like, oh my god, they're actually going to, because I thought this might be the end, because there's this kind of cascading ending, which I guess you you have to do it like that. I will kind of, you know... In some ways, it seems like they're struggling to end it properly, but also it's probably inevitable. But I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to end it with bants. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then I start to think, then they start going on about brothels. Oh, Bran. Oh, sorry. Hang on. There's Bran. Hi, Bran. Bran comes in um, and goes, so uh, what's to do? Um, Have you seen Drogon? And they go, oh, he's, he's been seen flying east. And Bran goes, well, maybe I can find him. So what was the point? What was the point of that then? If you can find him, why? 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 Yeah, why haven't you already done it? Why? Yeah. And what are you gonna? What do you? What are you gonna do then? So you're gonna look for Drogon, who's off crying somewhere, maybe just sort of like, you know, chewing, chewing lovingly on Danny's (laughs) dead arm, just just licking her face. Um. So that happens. Um. Bron is, and then yeah, there's some good-natured bickering. And there's a bit well, of Well, this back is that thing, forth. isn't it, about and making the mistake of reminding you of good stuff. Because small council meetings yeah. used to be some of the smartest bits of the show, didn't they? And, and you know, there's really clever back and forth. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Subtlety, Loads you know. of stuff happened. And yeah. now it's just this kind of Mm-mm. bit of a bit of a laddie, laddie bants session around the table. Brianna, because she's one of the lads, really, but she's slightly appalled because she's a lady, and ladies are always slightly appalled. For fuck's sake! <laughs> Just and then there's a there's a um, you know, well, uh, Bron and Davos have a little back and forth about well, uh, um, you know, if you need the coin for the ships, then soon there won't be no more coin. And Davos says anymore, and Bron says, "Oh, you master of grammar yes. now," which is a shitty callback to. How dare you do a shitty callback on Stannis, yeah, yeah. my king? Don't fucking do that because there's a lovely bit, and that actually this was a very early callback in the show, 
but it was fine because you used to be able to do this stuff where yeah. it was like deeply embedded. And, you know, there's just that lovely moment where Stannis corrects somebody. It's it's a, it's in the, the Night's Watch uh, meeting. And he, he loves, there's this great element of Stannis where he sort of, he has respect for sort of, um, it's not. It's not like oh, he only respects power and authority. He ex- he respects kind of the authority of people mm. who know what they're doing yeah. and smart people. Like he has that great exchange with Sam, where he kind of and it's obvious that he respects him because Sam is a is a scholar, and so Stannis kind of understands this. So the fact that it's one of the I think it's Alyssa Thorne who's a cunt who yes. makes a grammar slip up. And and Stannis just, you know, and says, oh, there's going to be less of these. You know, there's going to be less soldiers. And Stannis just goes, fewer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a lovely moment because what that indicates is uh, that Stannis doesn't respect, you know, the the guy, uh, the head of the Night's Watch. And that, that yes. has interesting implications. There you go. But here, like, says a lot just- very subtly. Whereas here, it's a bant. <laughs> Mm. And it was funny, but it was funny and it had some weight to it, you know. And then, and then, so they actually did. I was just kind of going, I cannot believe they're doing this. And it made me feel <laughs> rotten, actually. I just went, oh, no. I I just felt really sad. I was like, that, that it has come to this. And I thought all they need to do now is have the camera just back slowly out of there. And, oh, yeah. God, they're doing it. Play that they music actually from did the end of Curb Your Enthusiasm. yeah and i i i kind of i i teared up a little bit just going oh i i i really can't believe it and and then Tyrion, the last line the actual last line of dialogue in game of thrones is i once brought a jackass and a honeycomb into which is another shitty callback it's a it's a cavalcade of callbacks isn't it Yeah, I'm like I said. I I have I I have to kind of admire them for just drilling all the way down and all the way through through the center of the earth and yeah. back out the yeah. other side. You know that takes some <laughs> fucking neck. It really does. <laughs> right. Well, that that's the episode. So, uh, well, um, oh, well, well, let's just hang on. What have we got? Uh, just the very, very end. Oh, oh, yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, John goes back to the wall and proves that you can actually interact yeah. with CGI walls. Yeah. Psych. <laughs> uh. Uh, it played out more powerfully that way yeah. after all. So, hooray, I guess. And then that's it. And I want, you know, you, I can see how that could have been, you know, this could all have been sort of poignant and sweet and and, and serene. And, and damage and is already done. I didn't care. I mean, I didn't care at the start of this episode, you know. I definitely didn't care by the end. No, no. <laughs> do you, do you yeah. like, uncared? It's like, yeah. is there an opposite of care? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, there you go. <laughs> Game of Thrones is now over and that's it. And I don't know. How do you feel? (laughs) Um, So, I mean, partly this is coloured by the fact that we've been doing this, which I have hugely enjoyed. It's been loads of fun. 
but also also it's meant yeah. I've, I've had a bit more of a duty to kind of sit down and give the show my attention which I think by now I, I probably wouldn't mm. have been doing do you know what I mean I certainly wouldn't have been watching it the day it came out or anything like that you know and I've I've made no do you think you would have just abandoned I'd, it? I'd have probably watched it, sort of. But, I mean, I've made a point of giving it my full attention, you know, whereas I think yeah. if we weren't doing this podcast, I'd have probably kind of had it on while I was dicking about on my phone or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't think I'd have invested that much attention in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just not been very good, has it, frankly? Mm-hmm. So... The fact that I've been doing this podcast means that I'm sort of relieved that it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you see what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Because I've now not yeah, got yeah, this, yeah. this task. Yeah, of course. Well, um. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I have, I have, you know, I have very, I have very mixed feelings. I have profoundly mixed feelings. So, you know, partly about, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad I don't have to because I, I know that with this podcast now, it's just getting to the point of just going, ah, 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 you know, and that's that, there's only so much of that anyone can take. Whether well, I, I quite or like this it, bit where we're sat around um, talking about it, it's, it's just the watching it beforehand that I don't enjoy, you know. Yeah, I yeah. think, I mean, I think we've got a slightly different you, take what, on this, haven't we? I mean, you you abandoned The Walking Dead like two years before I did. Um, I think I checked yeah, yeah, out yeah, of this yeah. before you had. You know what I mean? I, I think I think I'd written it off right. in my head. Like, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. You know, so I was kind of watching it, but I didn't really care. You know. Mm. Yeah, it, that's the thing is that I, um, as I said last time, I never loved The Walking Dead as much as I love yeah, yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones. And so it was the investment was there, but also there was just the horrified fascination at how mm. bad it was. And like I said, this is like a couple of years ago. And I know that there's there's people who are now just kind of going, yeah, that didn't quite work. And wow, that's pretty bad. And I've been in that place for a long, long time. But it was just, it was, I don't necessarily believe in like following everything through to the end. Not even with books and stuff. There are people who are like, well, you have to once you start a book. It's like, no. oh, fuck that. If I'm not getting on with a book, I will just, I'll abandon it, you know. Um and and the same with, with, with shows. I've sort of drifted off from shows that I was quite into. I just kind of, for whatever reason... And with this, I don't know. Yeah, I just found that I had to. But this is how I kind of had to rationalise it, is is to analyse it in this way. And like, yeah, once you give it your actual full attention, it's like, turns out there's a lot you can get out of it in terms of, you know, the workings of the wrongness. <laughs> you know, the kind of seething, complex wrongness that it Yeah, I've I found yeah. the phenomena of its decline is, has been interesting and in some ways unique. mm do you think, yeah, do you think it is unique? Do you think in terms of, I mean, I don't know what the nearest comparison would be. I mean, this is the biggest show there's ever been. And I think, obviously, you can't be completely objective about this, but like the angle of decline and the kind of speed of it and the, the you know, it was, is quite astonishing. But I mean, it, it's going to end up being compared to stuff like Lost, isn't it, really? But I, I mean, I think on the one hand, it will be compared to, it, it is up there with, the best things that you know that that people have made. It's going to be up there with the Sopranos and the Wire, and you know, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's a stretch whatsoever. But I think it's also going to be down in in the ditch with um, some of the proper <laughs> yes. bollocks that, yeah, yeah. that has been produced that's, by the that's Golden what's Age. What's weird of about it? So, um, so let's take out of the running here things that were designed. 
to potentially just be ongoing, you know, um, that that just went off the boil, yeah. that did a happy days and jumped the shark. They'd just gone on mm. too long or whatever. That's one thing, but that's it's not that. Mm-hmm. It was designed to be finite. It was designed with an end in mind. So that makes it a lot more mm. like things like The Wire. Or I don't know if you ever watched the uh, mm. decade ago now, the, the modern Battlestar Galactica. I didn't actually. Yeah, it's really great. In so many ways, that is the sort of precursor show to Game of Thrones because it's unapologetic genre fiction. It's yeah. sci-fi. It's not coy about being sci-fi. It has big space battles and light speed drives and wacky aliens and all of that. It's completely glories in all that space opera stuff, but it's very densely written and it's like sort of political and mm. you know it's very very similar in lots of ways you know um now mm. that was designed i think it's like five seasons and a couple of kind of tv movies and stuff and it was designed to be finite and yes it goes off the boil in the last season a bit but it's still identifiably the same show all the way through and it's got the same strengths and weaknesses and the, the things that you dig about it are all the uh, you know um the wire does the same i think season five of the wires got some odd little things to it that just are a bit jarring and odd but it's it's still the wire essentially it's perhaps not as great yeah. as it was at its heights but it's still the wire and then it ends this was one kind of show for a while and then became very rapidly a completely different show, really, and I've I've never seen that. Yeah, you know, and it so it, it it's not just that it was a lower quality version of itself; it wasn't even a version of itself by the end. I don't think. No, yeah, that that is yeah. quite remarkable, isn't it? That it was, you know, and yet, as we've said many times, the uh, the the standard of it in 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 all the kind of well, not just in superficial ways, in in lots of ways, the acting was still great. I did think that people were uh, I did I did note a bit of kind of I thought people are starting to phone it in now. And actually that was only there was a period where that happened where I got that sense and I was like, no, they're all really giving it their all. And, you know, they that that the standard stayed that high yeah. until I the mean end. there's places with- where there's just there's just not enough there <laughs> for anyone to work with. There's bits of that. But yeah, I think I think everyone did their best, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and their yeah. best was extremely good. Um, I think it was, you know, I've never had uh, this experience with with uh, with TV. I think it was truly transcendent. It really went beyond what you normally expect there to be. Uh, you know, the, the normal sort of levels that you expect to see with these things, and it, it it just really punched through to a different level. I mean, it was it had meaning, it had depth, it had style. It was you know, mm. it was a beautiful thing. Um, and and one of the things that I thought about, like with with the 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 end of it, it's like I just had a flash of this thought. It's like, wouldn't it be great if there was some sense that this whole thing, all of this, these eight years that that we've spent in this world, and however long it it, it was in in the world of the show, and all these people have died and, and you know, rulers have, have risen and, and fallen. And wouldn't it be incredible if there was some note that just pointed out all of this um, was just the blink of an eye 
in the history of this place. I mean, you know, that's part of the thing with it. It's, it's partly why it's such an extraordinary achievement to bring mm. it to the screen in this way, because the scope of it is so vast. And, you know, you could never have done it before. This just wouldn't, you know, that you, you wouldn't have been able to to kind of pull it off. Um, but, yeah, wouldn't that be great? Just the notion that it's like this this entire, the, uh, you know, it's become the biggest show ever and it, it's, it's unbelievably huge. And wouldn't it be great to just pull it all down to like, it's a moment in... Uh, it's a moment in the history of Westeros. It's a moment in the history of telly. It's a tiny, you know, and I kind of, I put that there myself. Like I brought that thought there and I was like, wouldn't that be great if the show had done that itself? The thing is, I mean, it kind of implies, doesn't it, from the outset that that's what it's going to do. You know, if you think about where the story starts, the story starts in the middle of stuff. Do you know what I mean? The king's arriving at Winterfell because of a load of stuff that's already in process, that's already happened, that happened a while back that is mm. about to happen. So, it, so the, you know, I think in George R.R. R. Martin's mind, that's exactly what he's doing, you know. But, yeah, it, it totally yeah. didn't yeah, deliver yeah. on that. It, did, yeah. it ended up doing the opposite of that and doing this kind of neat little wrap-up. Um, and, mm. and look at, look at the big being small, look history, at what it neatly wrapped know? up. You get to see each of the surviving Starks because now it's a show about the Stark siblings, apparently. You know, as yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, as a, as a piece of television, um, I've never seen quite this, um, quite quite this this no. differential, because yeah, I I I, I do think it's mm. it was one of the crowning achievements of like TV drama for about four or five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you still like recommend it to other people, like even knowing what happens to it? Would you sort of do it with like reservations, like you should probably see this? But yeah, then totally. You know. Well, I mean, so I'd let them know the caveat, but that's also kind of not a caveat, which is say, look, this show is amazing. Um, then it's then it's not. <laughs> you know, it's really it's really brilliant, and worth watching. Yeah. Um, if if what you really care about is all the storylines wrapping up, then that's going to annoy you because it. You know, it doesn't really. Um, mm. For me, I, I I don't care about that actually. You know, and so all the bits of it that were good are still are still really good. I'm I'm not that bothered that it doesn't wrap up. I'm not I'm not that mm. concerned with mystery. You know, in, in that way, because actually the 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 meat of it right. for me is in the stuff that happens momentarily. You know, we talked about like that great scene of Jamie and Tyrion sat discussing their cousin or whatever. Well, that's still fantastic. It doesn't need, yeah, yeah. It, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter what does or doesn't happen with the Night King. That doesn't, that wouldn't improve or lessen mm. that in any way, you know. So, you yeah, know, totally. uh, it's still, it's still full yeah. of all kinds of juicy treats, really. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it, it doesn't, it essentially, you just got to treat it like an unfinished work, really. Which is what it is. Yes. So you don't think that? Um, I mean, do you think that anything in the, in the end, in the kind of the final season or the final couple of seasons, has kind of undermined what went before? Because you know that all the sorts of things that that kind of weren't really a thing in the end. You know, do you think if you if you watch it back now, it's going to be a bit like, hmm, you're making this out to be more important than it is? Do you think that's going to sort of undermine uh, it? It wouldn't for me because it's it was very clear in my mind. Do you know, definitely by the time season seven started, I was just like, okay, this is just 
this is this has now got nothing to do with what it was before, really. You know, so yeah, hey, yeah. doesn't 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 matter. You know, because it's not like it's not like they were making a big mm-hmm. deal out of things that didn't come to th- those things were going to come to something. It's just that the show went off the rails completely. You know, yeah, I suppose you do have to kind of explain to people that, like, well, you might still be able to enjoy it, yeah. but. Um, it's probably just as well if you stop at the end of season five and then I'll just and then just read up on what happens, you know, and, and how and the whole. But it, it's kind of in, inextricable now from the discourse around it, isn't it? And all of the other stuff that kind of seeped in and and helped to spoil it, really, isn't it? Like you, you can't can you you know uh, strip strip all that stuff away from it? I think by the time it gets to you know the last season. Or the the final season, I I don't think you can. I think it's just overwhelmed it. Oh yeah, I mean, if I was you, you were asking if I'd recommend it to anyone, I would say, look, my very strong advice is to just thoroughly enjoy it right up to the end of season five, and then just stop. <laughs> and don't if if you don't stop, <laughs> don't say I didn't warn you. You know, um, yeah. yeah, don't don't be tempted. Was this like always going to happen? Do you think, or is it? I mean, obviously, we we know now that it's like it's. Benny Off and Wise got fed up. They wanted to go off and do Star Wars. So, and and their pro- the thing is that whatever you're doing, obviously, if your top priority is profit, your art ain't going to be good. And also, if it's speed, if you just want to get out the door, yeah, you're I mean, it done, I, 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 I don't know whether it's profit with them. I, I, they, you can definitely tell that they just want to be out of there for whatever reason, you know. No, I mean that's yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's what I mean. It's it's I don't, I don't mean that in this case it is. I mean in this instance it's speed. You know, it's just they 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 wanted to get it done, and it, in in the same sense that that that's the kiss of death, as surely as it is if you yeah. just want to make money. You know, yeah. But I'm just wondering, it is there? I this is a, probably an impossible thing to game out, but like, could they ever have like clawed it back? creatively if they'd given enough of a shit i mean i suppose given enough enough of a of a give a shit and enough time and enough money they could have done it better but uh, they just had to just had to I care think about the, it the grand flub here the gra- big mistake is as they were coming up on that point that like all right we've not got books to adapt they should have at that point gone okay crisis uh we need to recruit a really, really seriously very, very good writing team uh, of the right calibre and the right... But wait, Dan, that's <laughs> us. We've got the good writers yeah, right well, here. Have, you know, so so that's, that's no, the mistake. No. Um, and I think, I'm only guessing, but I, I think they probably did that for a while thinking it was going to be all right, found out it wasn't all right, and at that point went, all right, let's just wrap this up. And, and get out of it somehow, mm. you know. Because otherwise, yeah. they were looking at like a joyless five, five or so years, weren't they? Which is, you know, yeah, I know yeah. that's what George reckons. He reckons there's another four or five seasons in it if you're going to do it like he imagines it. Mm. Maybe the audience would have fallen off. I don't know. Um, I mean, that would, maybe it could have been worse if the audience had fallen off and then HBO had pulled the plug. You know, and gone, okay, yeah, guys. No, this, 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 if I, you think I, about I it from a sort of work business proposition sort of thing, this might have been the best way out, you know? Like mm. once they'd once they'd made the mistake, I think, you know, this might have been the best way out. But um yeah. yeah. That's the mistake, really. They should have gone, Okay, 
we effectively need to replace George with somebody who can who can carry that task. Um, and and they didn't, you know. Mm. Do you think pop culture history will be kind to it overall? I know this is impossible to tell at this point, but you know, do you think it'll be like, well, that was kind of a grand folly, or will it be like, yeah, it was one of yeah, the greats? Yeah, I, I, I think it will. I think it will be remembered as like a f- heroic, ultimately failure, but like a like a sort of flawed masterpiece. Yeah, I think it will, because mm. so much of it is so good. Yeah, yeah, more of it is good than yeah. than bad, isn't it? I mean, just you know, pound for pound. Yeah. Where, so where was the greatness in it for you? Like I, we have we have sworn to celebrate the greatness of it. Let's let's you know, let's consider um, that for a minute. It was it was um, really really mentally satisfying. You know, every episode of it was so substantial yes. and gave you so much to think about and kind yeah, of respond yeah. to. And it was a sort of it was a, a feast. For the senses as well, you know, like it was intellectually Mm-mm. fulfilling and visually amazing and interesting to look at and would get emotional responses out of you. And it was a whole experience, I think. Um, yeah, it really had everything, didn't it? It really did everything. It had kind of boldness and sort of savagery and, and yeah, wit. Yeah. But also... And- you know, just incredible. And I know I already that- said this a few weeks ago, but also had that other thing that I love, which is very, very accessible. You know, it wasn't hard work in any way uh, to watch. It really, when it was good, it it, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. it did it did do the work. You know, um, hmm. yeah, yeah. It was incredibly kind of complex and complicated, and had this incredible kind of uh, span. And you know, it it was. There was a lot to remember. There was a lot to put together, but it, it, you know, it was all there to be. It wasn't kind of faffy or needlessly. You know, there wasn't any fat on it. Mm. It was very kind of intelligently done at kind of every at every level. And yeah, and the characters, as I've said before, they were people. They lived. Yep. You know, they 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 had an existence, and you could really and. Uh, delve into them and kind of speculate about what was going on in their head and if they were what they were going to do and what it meant and you know all and what it meant in context yeah. and and also we've been we've been quite hard on Benioff and Vice but um it's worth saying I guess that for a long time there's a lot of smart work that they were clearly doing um you know, I've done a bit of reading up on what the differences between the show and the books are, and it seems like most of the calls about things to condense, characters to cut, and so on, have been pretty smart. Um, mm. A lot of them have met with yeah, yeah, Martin's yeah. approval, actually. They're like, yeah, it's not actually really mm. cool. That wouldn't have worked in a TV show, and da-da-da, you know. So it, 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 it yeah, seems yeah. that in the way it was originally structured, where they're adapting these big, complex books, they were good at that to be fair to them. Yeah. And they steered that ship quite well. Mm. Yeah, they they did not completely fuck everything up. I mean, but that's partly why it's so bewildering. It's like, well, you you did know what you were doing and, you know, it's almost like you don't have respect for your own, uh, you know, you've taken your eye off the ball, you've just kind of slackened off and you can't. I mean, it's a real lesson that you can't just assume that your 
uh, you're on it and you have to be on it. You know, you have to stay on it. It requires concentration. It requires care. You have to, you can't just kind of go, well, I've been doing this for ages now. Uh, I can coast, you know, because you, you, you really can't when it's, you know, a, a large kind of creative endeavor. I, I mean, I don't know if they were coasting. I mean, this, I'm getting into, this is quite speculative because um, I oh, only yeah. know certain small details, but um, like HBO don't really have much control over this, strangely enough, because the original deal, mm. basically they went and made a deal with George Martin to develop his books for TV. So there's an arrangement between them and Martin, and then they shopped it to HBO. And I've read some little kind of rumors about this, but it sort of seems like there's something complex there whereby they kind of couldn't hand it off, you know, in some way. Like it kind of, you know, Martin wasn't Mm. up for that either, you know, so they kind of had to either walk away or wrap it up or something. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know the ins and outs of that. But I think there's probably something about this that's got nothing to do with uh, anyone's creative skills or desires. But it's just, it. I think probably just the business side of this, it looks like it all got a bit gnarly and everybody fell out. Um, and I guess mm. we'll not find about that for a few years, but it seems that way to some extent. Yeah. Uh. I do look forward to it. I hope there's a big, like, juicy oral mm. history of, of all this, you know, from, from people. But um, Certainly it's conspicuous, I isn't still, it, that, yeah, that part of the arrangement was uh, George R.R. R. Martin was on the writer's team and actually has a background in the mm. 70s and 80s as a TV writer and was on the writer's team and then yeah, wasn't, yeah. you know, yeah, after yeah. I think season four or whatever it was. So, yeah. You know, mm. some, some stuff's yeah. gone down. Mm. I still think it, it's still pretty hard. Yeah, I'm sure there are, you know, there are mitigating circumstances, but I don't know. There's no excuse for, for like, the kind of bants that, that ended up in it. it. You know, it's like that none of that should ever have happened. Yeah. That's just the worst thing. Even, even like, all the kind of character bollocks and all the stuff that went wrong, all the sort of deep stuff that went wrong, just kind of the worst of it for me is just that the, the fucking misplaced jollity and you know w- was just kind of offensive to me and the thing is it it was always a show this is not like it was a very po-faced serious you know it had a seriousness about it but it had you know light and dark there were kind of moments i'd like but i said earlier about the the stannis yeah there's a difference thing. between having characters who have in character senses of humor and then just yeah. whacking your bants hammer all over it. Do you know what I mean? Like zany, yeah. zany small council bants, and, and, and you know, it 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 was a it was a drama show that had characters with a sense of humour in it. That's different from doing a comedy yeah. show. And I think yeah, what yeah. it did in the later seasons was it would suddenly go for light relief as a show rather than have a character do something funny. And they're two different things. Yeah. Um, do, do you think this will be... What sort of an influence do you think it will have? I mean, do you think it's a, just a wild outlier and, you know, we'll this kind of thing is never going to happen again? Or, you know, what, what do you think it means kind of in the... For, for What do you think it means for telly? Um, 
actually, I think its impact remains largely positive because um, money talks, and this last episode, it got its biggest ever on broadcast viewing figures, did 20 million on the night, which is amazing nowadays. Mm. And um, Mm. so actually the door remains open for people to be going in, pitching wildly ambitious, large-scale, complex TV drama. Um, So Mm. I don't think it's done any harm. I mean, if it had gone on too long and it ended up um, being this... If, if it ended up disastrous with a tiny audience, that could have been a bad mm. thing. So in that meta sense, I don't think it's it's done anyone any harm, you know. Um, and if you look at what yeah, HBO's yeah. doing, HBO's kind of been fishing around for things to replace this with for a few years now, and it's trying to do that with really, really grand and complex and fairly intelligent things like Westworld and so on, you know. So... Mm. So that's all good. I mean, I think it might be an outlier Mm. in the sense that there just aren't many, there aren't many stories like this kicking around. There aren't, there aren't many George R. R. Martins in the world, do you know? But um, ultimately, I I think it's it's to the good. I mean, it found a mainstream audience despite being completely ludicrously swords and sorcery, magic wizards goblins and stuff it found a huge mainstream <laughs> it's, not, it's got neither, it's got none of that no it's got i know but you know the, the aesthetic of it i know what you mean as we've talked about before it doesn't yeah. shy away from its genre in any sense no, no. um so that's mm. good you know i think it i think it can only be good that i mean i am not a fantasy nerd of any stripe you know i don't i'm not a horror nerd i don't i'm not just like oh i'm into stuff that looks like this and has this mm. stuff in it. I'm into good stuff, you know, and I, I, I'm just not phased by the, the trappings yeah. in that way. Um, and I think it's it's only to the good if you can get more people on board with that because just the, the freedom that that gives people to to write in, in all kinds of ways and do all sorts of stuff um, when people aren't like, oh, well, that's obviously for kids. It's like, well... You know, maybe not. Why? Yeah. You know, why does it yeah. have to be and that this, way? This show really um, loosened that know, lid. Um, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the, um, I don't know if you saw the uh, uh, Blade Runner 2049, um, which I thought was was exquisite. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, because that, it's basically like a sci-fi art movie, which is perfectly appropriate given the original. And, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. But it, actually didn't perform it was it was really expensive and didn't perform and it wasn't a, a complete flop but i think the thing is now it's like oh yeah people aren't going to take a chance on that kind of thing this kind of grand elevated genre stuff there's going to be less of it because they'll go yeah but look what happened with that so that's always a, a real yeah. bummer you know because it's like yeah i want to see like high end fucking although that's, artistic that's there you stuff. go that's the difference between cinema and tv at the moment certainly is that um yeah the cinema business has just got a lot lot more conservative you know because it's kind of getting harder to make a book um yeah i mean blade runner is somewhat accursed isn't it because the first one flopped which is always seems somewhat inexplicable to me like in my head 
it's a huge movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the, th- in, the thing is a huge movie. Yeah, well, in my fa- head, and that was a disaster at the box office, wasn't it? Well, these are cult, you know, these right. are genuine cult movies, and it's like, well, that's you know, that's great, and they're celebrated as such. But yeah, it's um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's frustrating because this is what I want to do. I don't actually want. to. I go back and forth on this. Cause it's like maybe I should think about trying to write for telly, and it's like I do actually want to make films I want to make because the self-containedness of a film is what I love and the thing is that with obviously you can do all kinds of other stuff with TV but mostly what's going to happen unless you're very lucky and you're very on it and everything aligns properly uh, I think the only way is down um, I know that you get that with films as well because like if it's successful then you have to make a sequel and then you have to do another one eventually they'll just it's diminishing returns so maybe either way you get diminishing returns but there's something about a film that stands alone and you can't argue with it. Whereas with TV, I mean, you know, like we're talking about with with Game of Thrones, it's like, yeah, this first five seasons, but that's no. not a complete thing. That's still you've still got this kind of uh, trail of of kind of you know <laughs> of goo, <laughs> you know, of, of the the remainder of it. So you can't quite you can't quite lop that I, off. I, I think we're I mean? in the midst of a change, actually. Um... And I think the change is this. I think the sort of two-hour movie is always going to exist, um, but mm. you're already seeing there are lots of things that get the first release not theatrically. Um, and that's sort of happening yeah. in an ad hoc way, you know, like things like um, Annihilation, the Natalie Portman sci-fi flick, was intended for cinemas yeah, yeah, and they yeah. kind of chickened out the last minute and just put it out for oh, streaming. That was all a real mess, wasn't it? There was all yeah. like bad shit happening. Yeah. But I think you're going to start to get that just happening more deliberately. And I think I know, I think that was absolutely the Blade Runner effect of them going, oh, we've got this kind of cerebral sci-fi flick. I don't mm. know. I don't know. Because obviously to launch something into theatres is a dear do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's expensive to do that, whereas to send the file to Netflix is <laughs> much simpler, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah I think that's just going to start happening more deliberately and it's going to be part of the plan at the outset, you know. We're, we're making this movie for TV launch rather than theatrical launch. Mm. There is there is kind of the worry. Um, the thing with... Uh, I, I hope you're right about Game of Thrones having basically a positive influence. Um, my concern is that it's going to be... There's different ways you can slice it, and one of the ways is that, well, the dumber it got, the biggest, the bigger the audience. And that's always like that. It's not like we, that. that's a fucking... I know, I know what you're that's saying. A, that's, a, that's a front on the culture war for me is like, you know, it's just the... the, the put, you have to push back against the... You have to rage against the dumbening of of this shit you know I know what um, you're saying but I mean I don't know what dealings you've ever had with people who control multi-million dollar purse strings I've not had many but I've had a few yeah, a in my yeah, life yeah. I remember a meeting when I worked in game development with um the licensing people at 20th Century Fox you know and I can tell you these people do not make a distinction between the clever stuff and the dumb stuff and they don't get into that kind of detail. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Can you get me 10 million viewers? Yeah. <laughs> can you get me 20 million viewers? Yeah. The, 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 it's a numbers thing with them. Do you know what I mean? And they, they are not the guys who are going to be coming to you asking you to dumb it down or smarten it up. 
by and large. Is that not implicit though? Like you know, because you don't, you know, head head straight for the big juicy bottom of the pyramid. You know, like go for the the you know the lowest common denominator. Is that not no, kind look, of you know the 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 if you think about how this stuff works, they managed to sell it to HBO in the first place because the books were already pretty big. HBO is actually a bit smarter than this, you know, but but a good number of the people involved in signing off the budget just to make the pilots uh, will just have been looking at a spreadsheet that had sales figures for books and market demographics and just gone, yep, okay. Mm. So I, I don't think the dumbness or smartness is a factor, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tragically, I wish it was. Do you know what I mean? Because if it, if 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 you could demonstrate that like smartness was a thing worth having, if you could go the other way and show mm. that, then we wouldn't be facing the prospect of a bloody Watchmen adaptation written by bloody Lindelof, would we? <laughs> Which is just going to be well. I'm I, I don't know what it's going to be like because I'm not watching anything else that he's ever involved in. <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe it'd make a good podcast, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not put ourselves through it. Oh, God. Um, the, hate, I, the hate watchman, it writes itself. <laughs> there oh, it is. No. Oh, boy. Um, do you think, okay, so do you think maybe, uh, I don't know, did we did we expect too much of this show? I just expected it to carry on being as good as it was. Or yeah, something, yeah. something close to that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Is that is that too much? To no, expect? I don't think it is. Well, I, I maybe well, I, I don't have to ask this question. Like maybe that's a you know maybe this is indicative of how I go through the world at the moment. Just going well, it's probably me, and it's like well, no, it's not. <laughs> do you ever get those moments where you, you you're kind of like yeah, you probably get them less often than I did. Well, you know, it's probably me, isn't it? And it's like we wake up bolt upright at three in the morning, going, it's not me, it's not. <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, obviously I have, I have, um, a range of manufacturing tolerance. Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I was saying before, series five of The Wire isn't as good as series three of The Wire, but it's still mm. a pretty good series of The Wire. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not absolute fucking dog shit like this no, became. No, I mean, this is no. like, this, this, this was awful, awful. Like, like we're saying, there's, there are parts of it early on that are some of the best things that TV's ever done. And parts of it later on that are getting on for some of the worst, really. Yeah, if you yeah, yeah. if you take out the production value factor, which was always incredible, yeah, um, yeah. just some just utter stupidity. You know, I want to. Yeah, I can't even really say that it overreached in some ways because it reached just far enough. I mean, it was this uh, incredible kind of feat of dramatic engineering mm. that that was just a marvel to behold, and. You know, it's like even in, you know, mid-episode or after a scene, you'd be like, bloody hell, so much has just happened. And meanwhile, all the way across here, something else is happening that may or may not have anything to do with that. Mm. And it, it had so many kind of, there was so much going on in so many different directions. And it just held its integrity, like it had... It had an orbit that just held for so long, and that the everything was just just right, and yeah. So maybe it didn't know, and it didn't over it. I think that's um, you know sometimes maybe that's what that's what we get, and maybe we maybe we deserve it. Maybe we did something, you know, maybe we did something good, and this is our reward. <laughs> 
in some ways this this has ended in a very uh it's extremely neat in a bit of a weird way but also also of course because of the game of thrones paradox meaning that it's wrong in all the ways in every direction there's also lots of like little straggly loose ends tons tons um (laughs) just like so we we can even like things things that have just happened have failed to have any impact did Varys actually send any of his letters? Because nobody at that council meeting seems to know about John being the heir to the throne. No. <laughs> that doesn't even come up, you know. Well, and people have kind of forgotten or or they're being very good at, you know. Uh, I mean, obviously Sansa and Arya know, but nobody yeah, else. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. But you see, that mm. doesn't matter because it now doesn't matter for the storyline so it doesn't you know because the viewers there's there's no difference between the viewers and the world or it doesn't matter so that that's mm. that's um bron assassination double cross thing i i guess it's not so much loose and it's just a thing that didn't matter and <laughs> you could yeah. have just not done <laughs> you know well you know you could fill a fucking you could fill the ikea at edmonton with all the shit that Turned out not to matter. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. So, that, so, uh, so there's that kind of stuff, and and the thing about that, like I say, these things are perplexing because they just happened. You know, that's yeah. that's like in this season. That's like an episode ago or whatever. So that's just puzzling. Mm. But yeah. then the more long term. I mean, we now know we've seen the last episode. There is no wrap up for the Night King. You don't know what his motivation was. Not really. You know, it was mm. just this what you know it was nothing in the end um mm. but more tied into that remember that big battle in the long night oh, i'm gonna go now and he, he kind of walks out into some ravens and stuff mm. that what was that that wasn't anything uh, was it i guess not well this is the yeah this is really this has really been a fucker about brown and what Bran can and can't do and uh here's here's the thing actually why does Bran really need a hand of the king? Why does he need any of these guys? He knows everything. Yeah, there's a there's a thing in that council. He comes into the council meeting, doesn't it? And goes, well, we've not got a master of whisperers. He definitely doesn't need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, also very small point, but uh, what happened to Gilly? So Sam is now a grandmaster. Yeah. Um, where's Gilly? Poor pregnant Gilly. What's happened to her? Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, why are they all still living in King's Landing now? It's rubble. Yeah, who's cleared up all the bodies? I mean, that's going to be a massive. Oh, the Unsullied have gone. Did they like sweep up before they left? Or, you know, <laughs> who's still there? I mean, you know, and um, yeah, the whole kind of. Um, yeah, everybody, like, okay, the wildlings as well. Just like there's some wildlings up in the north still. Are they just like the ones who didn't get because you know uh, the the army of the of the dead got through the wall, just you know stomped all the way down to King's Landing, and they made a point of saying you know the uh, the um, the House of Umber, and it's like oh they're all fighting for the Night King now, like anyone in the way of them got I, mean, I don't know are these like all the really resourceful ones that like managed to hide up a tree. Um, well, the, the army of the dead didn't get all the way south, did it? It only really got as far as Winterfell, and there were a lot of wildlings yeah, that but, came over. But y- yeah, but uh, north of north of Winterfell, yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, so uh, none of that wraps up. Um, <laughs> um, we spent Alaria Sand. 
Sorry. Oh, go on. Alaria Sand, what about? Oh, Alaria Sand, well, I guess we just have to assume that she died in the dungeon because Cersei put her in the dungeon and gave the same poison to her daughter that she used to kill Marcella. <laughs> hey, maybe she's still there. Maybe everyone's just forgot about it. Oh, no, forgot. Sorry. Sorry. And uh, and uh, the nun as well. I mean, I guess the nun got tortured to death by the mountain, yeah. but they just kind of left them there. So yeah. there's that. These aren't really important things. but They're not really no. important things, but I mean, here's a more, I think, shows you that they just started making it up on the hoof and uh, were just trying to get the thing finished. We spent two seasons with Arya learning how to do that kind of face swappy trick. Mm. And then they only used it once. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't matter. Come on. Mm. Now, think about this in a, in a literary sense. That's obviously not how that was meant to go. No. Clearly not. Mm. No. Um, yeah, because the thing is that Arya sort of retained her identity. She didn't give up her, her, her selfhood, but she had learned to do that trick. Yeah. So it's not like she had to have one or the other. She could do, you know, she could do both, which made her, you know, incredibly powerful and vengeful. Um, but yeah, that then they ended up not using that. Um, I mean, there's larger things. So these are the smaller things that you can kind of let slide, but just larger stuff. You know, what's the role of religion now? What's the role of magic? What is, is everything now just politics? I mean, they really kind of dulled it down at the end and it is just like, oh, it's, it's humdrum, you know, after all that war and craziness, it's all just like meetings about sewers, you know. <laughs> Azora High? It- not heard, not heard, heard much about Azora High for a while. Oh yeah, that guy slash girl. That doesn't matter yeah. anymore. No, did Melisandre die for nothing? You know, like yeah, you know. I thought she was kind of on it, and the whole oh yeah, Arya. It didn't come to well. I think this was just something that people speculated about, like will Arya? Because you know, it was like oh, the blue eyes, green eyes, brown eyes thing. Uh, I guess that was used up on you know. So the blue eyes was significant. The green eyes wasn't really. No. Nah. Yeah. So whatever. Hmm. Yeah. So again, there are ways that they could have played this. Uh, there are ways they could have written this that it would be. Uh, now you say all of these things are small, but there's a lot of them. Is my is what I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Sorry, Tatlock, I can't play the organ. <laughs> all right, it's my drive here. Can we, from this episode, pick out a worst moment? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, Jeff, um, um, um th- throne melt. Throne melt was ridiculous. <laughs> that was just, just that was that was it for me. I was, I was done at that point. I was out. <laughs> <laughs> you out for the camp. absolutely fuck this show <laughs> okay the that did not di- what did it for me was the entirety of the small council meeting from the first bit where Tyrion goes into that room and starts rearranging the chairs <laughs> or starts starts arranging the chairs to the end where they i because i i was like oh all they need to do now is just pull the camera slowly back 
and I didn't think they'd do it, and then they did, yeah. and I was, mate, I was aghast. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Christ. Shitty callback. So many, so many shitty callbacks. It was like, whatever. <laughs> Where do I start with those? Uh, pissing off the edge of the world. Yeah. Master of grammar. Jackass in a honeycomb. And the, okay, the, but the book, the book of a song of ice and fire. They put the book, and that was like it was kind of it was like a monumental. I'm like I said, I I can I hats off to them for that. The fuckers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was rough. Did I miss any? It's important to be comprehensive. <laughs> oh, almost certainly, you know. Um, but I'm I'm not going back watching this again. So no, no, fuck no, no. And I wouldn't expect it. You have done. You have served. <laughs> you've you've served this podcast uh, justly and and righteously. Uh, most what the fuck? Loudest yell at the screen. Biggest laugh. Uh, as I already said, this is also the throne melt thing. This is just yeah. I, I I cried laughing at this. <laughs> this is when I, I I messaged you and I said I've just had to pause last mm. night. That was this moment. Yeah. <laughs> just you were just rolling on yeah, the floor. Yeah. No, <laughs> like to the point where I, I, I couldn't. You know, I couldn't hear what was happening in the episode. And I had to stop. So, yeah. Yeah. For me, it was. I, I, uh... I, no, I laughed a lot when Sam invented democracy as well. <laughs> no, but you were supposed to laugh at that bit, though. I yeah. was just stone-faced no, at that the, bit because no, I'm like, no, I, I, I was not laughing yeah. with it. No, 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 no. Uh, um, for me, it was the, yeah, the, the what the fuck was, um, what unites us is stories. <laughs> fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. Fuck you forever for that. Um, Saving Grace, uh, the first maybe 15 minutes or, uh, kind of were not that bad. Uh, I, I honestly, honestly, I don't think it had one really. Like, mm. I mean, what you're saying is there was a bit that was the least poor. Do you well, know yeah. what I mean? It's like. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really count. <laughs> it's not like a bit where you can hold it and go, well, look, it provided this wonderful moment. There were no wonderful moments in this entire episode. Yeah, I, I kind of, I, I scrabbled what I could a little bit and I, you know, uh, all the Drogon, all the Drogon stuff, even though it was really stupid, um, just because I, yeah, I, I get a bit of, of something off off all the Drogon stuff because yay, dragon. But yeah, um, but yeah basically it was bollocks. Uh, was there a good line? I don't think there was. No. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> no. Nope. Although, no. I mean, there was... Uh, this just made me laugh, really. But um, what's the thing? Is it... Who who's has this conversation? Is it Jon Snow and Tyrion? Mm. They must... This must have been a knowing wink to camera, surely. Like, one of them says, was it right what we did? And someone else says, ask me again in 10 years. That's yeah. that's got to be a wink to camera. I thought that's okay. That's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, was it right? It sure don't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made a terrible mistake. Well, that's that for this week, and indeed forever. 
you can find all episodes at nightshatewatch.co.uk. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Blueberry and SoundCloud. Our Facebook and Twitter are Nights Hate Watch. We might not be around there so much, but uh, we'll pick up eventually. And you can find me on Twitter at Sarah B. Here and John at John Tatlock. We might decide to do more of this, but we'll see. All right, we'll see. You can still like and share and review and such like, and you can still buy us a nice drink. Yes, you can. Just click the coffee button on our website. Thank you so much to the lovely, lovely Heidi Heels and Suzanne, who threw quite a few quid into the coffee pot. Ah, Your thank money you. really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your money really does enhance our friendship. You're damn right. <laughs> Thank you also to everyone who helped to bring this thing into being. Al Needham of the Chart Music Podcast that you should also totally listen to and not just because I'm on it sometimes. Matt Abysmal who did the music and also provided valuable insights and emotional support throughout. And John, that is you John, who has very literally made this podcast what it is. Thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, (laughs) And and sorry. For making me watch this awful show. <laughs> hey man, no worries. And thanks loads to all of you who've listened. We're so chuffed that you gave us your time. Yes. And we hope it's helped a bit, at least. Yeah. Thank thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. I've been Sarah B. That was John Tatlock. You shall never hear our like again. And, and now, now our, our hate, hate watch, watch is, is ended. ended. It's over! Yeah. I am going to go out and get an ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) That's a really good idea. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you. The Night's Hate Watch is produced by John Tatlock at johntatlockaudio.com. The music, The Reigns of Cassiomere, is by Matt Abysmal.